Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, and remain, your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Century Bellicom, Sam Centenary Burns, and Ellie Centurion Sparrow. Yes! I Aww. am a centurion. I, I want to be a centurion. Box waiting for my wife for a really long time, <laughs> ages, Excellent. in fact. Far and I'll too die long. Loads and loads of times, but the writers An will never commit to it. But times. the audience will be kind of pleased because they love me so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arthur Darville! <laughs> Everyone loves Arthur Darville. <laughs> he yeah. made a really weird Long John Silver, but I really enjoyed it. It worked. Watch yeah. It. Mm, yeah, it, it really did work. Happy three digits, everybody. Yes. A ah, hundred episodes. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah, we have alcohol and we're dressed fancy. <laughs> no, we're not. We're, we're professionals. We would never we would we, we would would never never imbibe the alcohols. I've never once been drunk in my entire life. I've never imbibed imbibed anything. Imbibed. You've never imbibed. imbibed. No, <laughs> not, not. not once. I can no. guarantee I have never done. We're following that, the that. the proud tradition of sober celebrity actors like Richard Burton mm, and <laughs> Oliver Reed. Yes, yes, fine, sober, straight faced people. <laughs> Never once, <laughs> never once um, turn, uh, turned a set of, what was it, Henry V uh, tights permanently yellow during, a national, uh, during an RSC performance? Oh, oh, no. oh, no. I think that was That's Richard really, Burton. Wow. That's really Grim. bad. The, the story goes that um, he kept saying to the director, I need to take a piss. And he said it like three times. The director, just to like carry on with the scene, he just peed straight into the, wow. into the tights. Wow. I feel a lot better about our alcohol on air now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not currently peeing, so I feel like I must be doing it. That or is the best I? Twitter status ever. Please tweet that immediately. Not currently peeing. Or thank you. I? Thank you for... Uh, th- thank you, all the actors of the old guard, for setting the bar so, so low. damn low. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know why we're being precious about drinking on air. Literally in episode 17, we opened a bottle of whiskey. Oh, I know. <laughs> and like poured it with Foley and everything. Like, they know that we drink sometimes. We don't drink all the time, though. <laughs> but the question no. is, do we drink in the future? And oh. for that, we must ask, cast our minds into the nether mists, past the forests of confusion. <laughs> no, and I, down no, I'm going gorge... to take a pass on going into your nether mists. <laughs> <laughs> and down the gorge of treacherous descent. And ask the cave-dwelling creatures that lie below. Below. Future Ooh, us. Calm down. What messages? Uh, it's from all the genitals. <laughs> Happy 100 episodes. It's Future Jason with messages from the present. And yes, it is all genitals down here. To begin with, a brief apology. We ran into some technical difficulties with one of the tracks on this episode and so part of the audio quality is sadly not up to our regular standard 
This is fixed by the time episode 101 begins. Thank you for your patience. <sighs> wow, we've actually hit 100. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, all of you stowaways who've supported us thus far. We couldn't be here without you. We tell these stories, we make up this absolute nonsense about uh, three people adventuring through this world we made up. And what brings it to life is you. This world lives in your shared imaginations. So thank you very much, all of you, for taking part in this. Here's to many more. And in that spirit, this episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. A massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. As ever, there is a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for a community element. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs. Link in the description. Again, this episode is supported by the online group heist game Agent Venture, where you and your socially distant friends can infiltrate a corrupt corporation's HQ with nothing more than a laptop and an internet connection. Ellie and I continue to work on development for this and continue to GM this game, so you can check it out at the link in the description. And that is it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Oh, it's Morlocks and Eloy again. <laughs> <laughs> damn those, damn those Morlocks! Always, always getting the Eloy by the short and curlies. <laughs> Nether mists. <laughs> Somewhere in the midst of all of that, I probably slipped uh, messages from the present. Slipped one in, did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flintlocks and Fireballs ah, continuing to provide highbrow content. <laughs> oh, We're grown-ups. Yeah, such grown-ups. We're not even five minutes into the episode yet. We're already being dickheads. <laughs> Mind you, that I think that one that one's aired where we talk about poo in character for ten minutes, so I feel like they're used to it by it now. It was like two episodes ago. Well, maybe yeah. it's not aired If yet. they've stuck it out yet. this yeah. long... Then yeah. they know what we're like. If you're still here on episode episodes, 100, you're Thank like, you. Actually, if this is you. your first thank episode... You. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, yes. Stowaways. I mean, if this is your first episode, seriously, welcome, by welcome. the way. Like, you're very welcome <laughs> the... to be here. But if it's not, and you've genuinely listened to four to five hundred hours of about us... About four hundred hours on average. Like... Ooh. Discounting bonus content. Yeah, about, about four hundred hours of us. Um, seriously thank you for giving us that much of your life yeah and liking us enough that you wanted to spend that much of your life listening to us talk and pretend to be people in various places in our houses um because that is actually mind-blowing and wonderful yeah you are the wind in our sails yes yeah and that's not a fart joke. Hey. <laughs> you are our nether mists if you're still here. <laughs> so thank you, brave never never nether mists. <laughs> I'm not I've not had any alcohol. Thank you, brave <laughs> nether mists, for uh, for for sticking with us this far. Being we love the, you. We love you so much. Being the flatulent winds that bo- that, that, that buoy us forwards. 
We love you from the deepest, darkest pits of our hearts. Yes, from our cursed pirate souls. <laughs> Arr. 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 <laughs> and that, I think with that, it's time to begin. Flintlocks and Farbles. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have made their way to New Altmark, Newmark for short, following a few different leads, learning about the possibility of some organization calling itself Gold Star Trading, an organization whose effects they may have met before, following the lead from Mildred Millhill, apparent bandit and certainly deserter, one who previously worked in some capacity for Gold Star. They have an address in the city, but they are also here to do a favour for the Black Dragon known to them as Lapsang, an agent of the Fisher Kings. That mission is to try and bring a majority of the city's guilds, thieves' guilds, gangs, take, uh, call them what you will, into the Fisher King's fold. Whether that's by persuading them to join or eliminating enough of the competition. One group, the Dead Eyes, a Ferozian gang, has commissioned the party as part of this to assist them in swelling their ranks. To do so, they need to steal a small case of necromantic repeaters currently due to be delivered to the 11th regiment the reclamation corps uh, here in oh, up at fort newmark so that they can uh, swell their ranks with well corpses this it turns out is being held in none other than the ship of their erstwhile not really nemesis not exactly rival, Thorn in their side. Captain, sorry, Commodore Black Tusk, otherwise known Ooh. as Commodore Unibrow. Ooh. The HMS Relentless. Having received their mission, you find yourselves departing uh, the, uh, the decidedly fishy restaurant, uh, which connect the Gilded Fish, in fact, there we go, connected onto the back of the massage parlour where the dead eyes are based it is mid-morning on the 12th of full ripeness the rain has cleared up 
during the time you were spending and is hey. now grim and overcast. It's warm though. We are appro- we are still, I believe, in uh, the height of summer. So, what do you wish to do? <sighs> what do we want to do now? I guess we should plan? I feel like we need some sort of information. Yes. Surely, we can't just go in blind, can we? We'll die. Well, yeah. if it's a, um... If it's a regular third rate, I've got um, a rough idea of uh, what sort of crew complement we're looking at and how many guns it has, but... Right, that's helpful. Yeah, right. something. Um... We could do with knowing if there's anything special about it. I guess. Well, Lord, I, I wonder if we could get a member of their crew drunk or something. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I couldn't hurt if we find one. Yeah. Also, just out of pure curiosity, I'm wondering what actually is um, Black Tusk doing uh, other than uh, dropping off this cargo? Because presumably he's, uh, he's here liaising or hobnobbing or whatever uh, people in his position does. Hmm. What cargo was it that he was dropping off? Did we know? I believe we did confirm it, yes. Sorry. Isn't it the uh, the necromantic repeaters? Yes, but was there anything else? Because that's a small box. Probably, if it's a ship of that size, although they could be just transporting uh, troops, for all we know. Yeah, Yeah, they could do. I mean, it's a big ship. But it is something incredibly valuable that you want to protect. You wouldn't send it on a small ship just because no. it's little. Exactly. Well, you do know that the um, Relentless came with a flotilla of other ships as well. Mm. And while they're not necessarily all committed troop transports, if they were commi- if they were bringing troops, they do between them have the hold space. You would estimate to bring at least maybe cl- depending on how tightly they were packed 1500 to 2000 trips wow it's enough more uh, than uh, enough to uh, uh, to man that garrison or um, branch out if uh, if that's what they're doing here how the fuck do we get past that many people um well, that many people aren't necessarily going to be on the ship at this point, but, um... True, but, I mean, we're talking what? Like... If it's a just quarter that at sh- least. If it's just that ship, it. um, on its own that we have to worry about, then we're looking at maybe 450 crew, 120 marines. That's the compliment when it's fully staffed. Mm. Yeah. So we could do with finding out, is it fully staffed? Where, yep. like, when's it at its smallest amount of people? Like, is there a certain time when more people are ashore? Is there mm. a time when Unibrow's not around? Uh, well, we know he's not on board currently, but yeah, we gotta check that there isn't a time that he might just wander back for a visit or something. Mm. Yeah, now's also, not the time for that fight. Uh, if we can help it. Also, it'd be useful to know. Um, not just for this, but in general, when they're due to depart, if that's been decided. Yeah, it would be. Or helpful. to unload. We need to avoid that. Do we know when they're mm. unloading? It's soonish, isn't it? 
I'd imagine it'd have to be soonish because... I believe um, Philippe said that it was probably within the next few days, but when it does get delivered, it will likely have a large armed escort. Mm. Yeah, so we need to do it before then. Ideally. Um, I mean, it does occur to me that we still have our wonderful spider tiefling friends who can climb up the sides. I don't know if we can this use is that. True. Also, also, there was that ship. threat that you idly made once about um, them drilling holes from underneath, and I can't stop thinking about it because the boat <laughs> is in dock. People could get off; they wouldn't die, but we could sink their boat. And I just—I don't know if that's a thing I should be thinking about, but I am. We no, have to do so much, so much damage, and there's no guarantee we'd get the thing out. Yeah. I feel it necessary to mention, Causin, um, you would know that. At its thickest parts, the uh, length, I think it's about, on its thickest parts, the hull of the ship is about, I think it's almost three yards of, no, no, sorry, it's 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 just, a, I think it's a yard to, two yards of solid oak on its oh, hardest wow, part, really on its thick. thickest parts, on its thinnest parts, still about a yard of oak. So you yeah, would need to bring. So, so well, you could do that, but you would need to bring committed drilling tools. Mm. Yeah, it's not something we just hack through with axes or. No, I say this is a person who doesn't know anything about how ships are made. Yeah, yeah. both in real turns out life ships and of the, also in character. Turns out ships of, <laughs> of the line are designed to withstand cannon fire, and they, and they did that by having ludicrously thick timber. That's fair. Mm. There is something that does occur to me, though. A ship of that size is going to have a very large stateroom for the captain, possibly over two decks. Mm. If he's not there, that might be a, uh, a reliable means of getting in, provided that um, we can well we can negate any defenses that may have. It's got a super trapped. Super trapped. I'd trap it if I had that much money. Yep. Like maybe more trapped than the rest of the ship. It's a real bastard that none of us have disguise magic, isn't it? Yeah. Disguise ourselves yeah, as three random easily. sailors and just go on. Yeah, we're not exactly subtle. Uh, I was just no. trying to think of a place on the ship where no one is likely to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no I, I get your point. I just, I think if, if the windows anywhere are going to be trapped, it's there, you know? Yeah. Okay, let me think. Yeah, it would make sense. You have, you are familiar with the architecture of these ships before. Uh, of these ships, you once in the. You know what? Cause enroll me a history check, because I want to. History. Yeah. Depending okay. on the rate, this will depend how much you know about third rate's interior. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, you know quite a bit. Uh, first of all, you know that uh, this ship, ha that, th uh, that these style of ships are known as 74s because they have 74 guns. Wow. Yep. 37 to a side. Um, yep. They are, you actually have all seen the Relentless on the, uh, from the edge, uh, from the outside, and you know that it has two gun decks and a set of cannons, as it were, on the upper decks. So, like, kind yep. of like on the, uh, uh, just, just about where the, where the top deck is. Mm. Uh, yeah, like midship. Yeah, so there, there. Uh, it is a. This is meant to be a powerhouse in the sea. Um, yeah. The, you have worked on one of these before, not a naval one, uh, but one that had been sold off and retrofitted as a merchant ship, so it was lightly armoured. Mm. 
uh, lightly armed, but the layout is pretty familiar to you. If the you do recall that the state rooms on that were pretty extensive, uh, there might likely to be more, and they were over two decks. So, if you were to get in, oh yes, uh, they also had. Well, basically almost, not quite floor-to-ceiling windows, but ludicrously large uh, panelled windows on both floors, mm. um, which could open out fully. Uh, you, remem- uh, you remember that they were the one that you saw was kind of laid out with the living area up above and like a study down below. Um, you also recall that the... Sorry, that was actually, no, it was study above, living area below, because... The study area can be accessed from the main deck. The living area opens directly uh, in, out directly next to the ship's galley, uh, so where the cook works. Mm. It's like half a manor house on the back of a ship. Yes, uh, before easy access to the meal uh, to meals. It is also ne- it, so. There's essentially a narrow corridor bit where one side is the ship's galley, which then connects onto the mess sort of area. And the other side of that is the officers' quarters, mm. and that's all on the that's all as it were on the first deck down. So it's the first gun deck. There is then a second gun deck below that, which doubles as the crew's quarters, and below that is the hold. Oh, and this thing's I... in the hold, isn't it? Yeah, I I'd imagine it would be. Yeah, anything below the second gun deck's going to be below the waterline. Out of character question, um, I can cast guards and wards on a ship that isn't mine, can't I? Yep. Uh, what's the casting time? Um, it's quite long. Ten minutes, isn't it? Like ten, ten minutes. You would need to be uninterrupted for ten minutes. If you are injured in any way, uh, or your concentration, concentration is broken, yeah. then you fail yeah. the casting. Cool. Is that something you could do if you were underneath the ship? Again, a DM question. If you're um, underneath the ship, hmm, let me just take a look at this. Because like maybe, maybe, be but it's like a question. My I don't know either in or out. The intent of the spell wouldn't allow that, but I'm going to check the wording. Because have a look, you have slightly more on it than I do on my card. Yeah. So if you have a look in the book, you have a floor space. The character can choose ships you desire as long as you can. Walk. You must walk into each area that you ward. Oh no. Ah, okay, right. It yeah. says, yeah, you can ward several stories of stronghold by dividing the, the area amongst them as long as you walk room. into each contiguous area while you're casting the spell. No, that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. unfortunately, oh, well, it's, yes, unless you can invisibly walk through the whole thing and be casting a spell breaks invisibility. Yeah, no, uh, no one and greater invisibility. invisibility is a Doesn't minute, last ten minutes. So. Yeah. yeah. You need ten castings, which no one can do yet, yeah. no. Yeah. Um... No, also all, oh, well, all the legendary ring of invisibility that's current that is apparently held by one of the of the Fisher Kings. Yeah, which you emphatically do not have. No, because that would be <laughs> Are you sure? insane and also because I th- I'm, I think it's in my inventory somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, look, it's in my bag. <laughs> I swear that was in my starting equipment. <laughs> if the Fisher King that has it is also a halfling, I'm calling shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I'm being a bit too me here, but I just wonder if there's a way we could charm our way on. I mean, I was thinking that if we can find a crew member and get them drunk and then... Get them really drunk, do a suggestion on them. (laughs) 
I mean, Ooh. I could get two of us on invisibility. Invisibility. Wow. Right. Well, <laughs> the, thing, the thing does occur to me. This might be a bit bad because we have to at least split us initially. But if we can manage to get me on in some sort of she's playing songs for the crew oh look at this strange woman or whatever because it's me and I'm weird you two could possibly tag along invisibly and we could all be on the ship and then I could slip away it's a big old military ship I don't think they're going to let a random bard in even if the songs are really good very very true there's any other ways we can get past like 400 yeah. people, you know? Oh yeah, no, there's just walking in is not really an option. I think either way we should get a member of the crew drunk and ask them some questions because this ship must have some weaknesses. It can't be perfectly defended. Nothing I is. Wonder, no. I wonder where in relation to the rest of the layer the brig would be. Ooh. Oh, you could we know get, this? Could we get imprisoned and get out? The brig is on the second gun deck on the opposite end to the... Uh, so the second gun deck is on the opposite end to where the galley is. So it's essentially in the area that's not quite the hold, but would still be have the furthest distance for any escapees to fight their way through to get to their surface. All right, makes sense. I'd have it in the... Um... Uh, in the fore of the ship. Hmm. My fear with us getting imprisoned is that we wouldn't get out. Getting oh, yeah. in is not the problem, it's getting out again. Yes, you're absolutely right. Oh, I'm just throwing things out there because I can't think of a sensible way to do it, so I'm saying the things that aren't sensible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I hate the idea of being imprisoned in a sanctum. Yeah, because scary. <laughs> you can't just pop out as it were. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Talking to a crew member, definitely a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, like, not magical disguise, but just disguise is an option. That's true. It's true. I mean, if we could find uh, crew members that were roughly the same shape as us, yeah. Yeah. If we can find one crew member who is willing to get drunk and let us steal his uniform, um, then two of us could go invisible for a right, minute. Well, It'd be have to be a really fast think minute getting on. But... would probably be the best bet if we were trying to do disguise with two of us invisible because you look the most. <laughs> really? <cool>. I, hate... <laughs> I, mean, I love that Causin hate... Kors has the well. I think the lowest charisma. <laughs> the lowest perception. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, I hate that the world is like this and that we're not considered normal, but in this part of the world we're really not, are we? I'm a bright pink child. This is a military ship. I'm I can't drow. imagine a world where this Here. is normal. I'm a drow. Like, and in as this a halfling, part of the it would be believable that I would be part of the crew. Yeah. There should not be a world where a bright pink child is normal on a military ship. No. Just in all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what They're is normal your, on our ship. What do you want to do now? We need to find a crew member, don't All we? Right. How do you want yeah. to go about that? Where try do you the bars. Right. Let's scour some bars. There's How got to be some near the docks. Well, oh, we could go look at the ship and see if we can spot a uniform that yes. 
That's well, we know what the uniform for this lot. Uh, yeah, you know I mean, what's... there are a lot of ships in dock at the moment, but yes. if we had just a uniform, that would be... Um... Okay, um, you are familiar with the uniforms of the Osirian Navy. Um, Redcoats, isn't it? Actually, that's the army. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, no, no, it's fine. There's a distinction between the two. Uh, the army wears the redcoats. Uh, the navy, uh, well, it, dis- it depends. The officers wear navy blue, surprise, surprise, with uh, <laughs> red stripes to indicate rank. Uh, but how does that get its name? Yeah. And some braid. That's why it's that colour. Um, the crew members actually tend to wear these really distinctive, like, striped blue and white shirts, uh, and then these little, like, flat white caps, uh, sometimes, uh, depending. Although, to be honest, uh, uh, that, yeah, actually, no, that would be the, the crew members. The marines, uh, wear plain navy blue uniforms without the red stripes. Um, the, so that's your that, uh, but yes, there are currently about seven ships in uh, that are do- from the navy that are docked in port, but they have all docked quite close to each other. So your odds of your like your odds of finding someone from the Relentless aren't certain, but they're higher than they might. Would there be. be any insignia or um, uh, ship distinction? between the uniforms, or would it all be oh, one? Oh, roll me a history check. Okay. Because, I mean, some would have um, their own special ones, I think, mm. but uh, that's a ten? It's not uncommon for there to be special insignia amongst the marines or the officers. The sailors are more likely to get tattoos of a particular type. Okay. But right. you do not know off the top of your head what the uh, uh, you've not heard what the uh, distinctive, you know, uh, uh, familiar element or tattoo for the Rel- relentless's crew is. Right. However, if you want to just go into bars and start asking, uh, I will ask you for an investigation check, please. Well, let's have a look for anyone in that uniform at least. Hmm. So, who wants to lead this one? Celeste. Investigation. Does. Mm-hmm. It's usually me in it. Yeah. <laughs> Advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God! Um, wow! I rolled a two and a six. Um, no! That is uh, a twelve. Okay. So, uh, let's see what you can find. Okay. You find uh, after a bit of talking around, uh, you find one. Herbert Pigglesworth, uh, a halfling uh, who uh, halfling with sandy hair, uh, at who is the? It turns out is one of the cook's mates aboard the Relentless. Cook's mates. Yes, so one of the cook's assistants. Pigglesworth. That has the ring of a name that was come up with many, many days ago. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so Pigglesworth Pigglesworth? you you get Pigglesworth talking Um, he uh, I will say that I buy him a lot of drinks you Pigglesworth is a cheap date Uh, he takes uh, he he, he takes uh, he takes just straight beer uh, doesn't care about the quality and is very happy that you're buying him any Mm. so I'll say you only spend like a silver on this Um, but before he gets too sloshed Pigglesworth uh, kind of reveal uh, reveals a little bit about um, 
Only a couple of pieces of information that are worth noting. Uh, first of all, uh, the full complement of the crew is definitely not on board the ship. Only a fifth of the crew is on ship right is on board right now, uh, to keep, uh, maintaining things. Everyone else is on shore leave. A fact which yeah. Peggles with I have to, I have to tell you I'm very thankful for that because why is that then? I spent ages I spent ages on that fucking ship. We've not sea for sea, months. Oh, did you do the journey all the way over to Sundra in one go? He nods. Oh, Piggy, that must have been tough. Do you mind if I call you Piggy? If you get me another drink, sure. I'll get you two. Oh, thank you very much. I will lady. get you as many drinks as you like, Piggy. Thank you very much, you pink twins. You do that. Yeah, there, there are two of them. They're little types. Yep. Yeah, you've yep. got to want. Yes, no, it's um, Yeah, no, most of us are off, off on shore leave. and uh, Most of us are off on shore leave until the. Um, oh, until your the accent change there, Pete. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, sometimes, right. sometimes I try to be more more posh than I am. You don't need to. You need to stand on ceremony. Yeah, We're friends now. It's fine. We're it's, man's friends here. It's a habit I picked up from my from my master, from the boss, you know. Um, <laughs> nope, nope, it's staying in. You swallow it, yeah? Swallow it. Nicely good. done. Good work, Piggy. All good. Yes. No, it's. Pat him on the shoulder. Ooh, thank you. Uh, no, no, it's uh, it's uh, something I picked up from my uh, from my boss, Herr Crumpet, uh, the cook. The cook's name is Crumpet. Mm. I love the surface. With, yes, with a K. <laughs> now, you've got to you've got to watch out for Crumpet because he's he's quite the alcoholic. Oh right. Really? Mm. Crumpet the alcoholic. Mm. Is actually... Crumpet his first name or his last name? I, I said it was Herr Crumpet. It's Crumpet is his second name. Mm. His first Herr Crumpet. Yes, okay. his first name is Carl. Carl, <laughs> Carl Crumpet. I love him. Um, <laughs> I want to be his best friend. Well, anyone who buys him a drink is sure to be his best friend. Excellent. Maybe we should buy him a drink. Mm, I'm nothing like me. I just like you all as people. Oh, thank you very much for the two drinks. Yes. Have another. So draining them. Mm. More. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> oh. Swallowed again? Yep. All good. Skillfully yep. done. Mm. I, I am very a, impressive. an accomplished sailor. <clears throat> I can tell, mm. actually. That's why they <clears throat> holds up his arm and you can see there is a tattoo <laughs> uh, of... There, 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 there is a tattoo uh, of a what would this be? Oh yeah, this would be it. Of a what appears to be a mermaid mm -hmm. uh, with a dolphin tail, uh, uh, raising up uh, what appears to be a cup full of grapes. Well, at least it isn't milk. Yes, hmm. <laughs> the. That's now you're thinking of the endurance. The endurance has uh. the cup of milk. Relentless, it's the it's the great cup. The cornica, co co cabana. That's the yeah, one. The coco cabana. That's it. You fucking nailed it, Piggy. <laughs> 
So yes, you, uh, you you observed that the regimental. I would already die for this NPC. The regimental yeah. issue is indeed a <laughs> yeah. dolphin. Does he perhaps want to start a small business? We could invest. In? <laughs> oh please. <laughs> Yeah, Send for chef school, like for <laughs> two hundred gold. <laughs> you had that opportunity to opportunity when you could have hired Monsieur Petitpois. <laughs> That's true, but, but Bell needed Bell, help. Bell needed you. So no, crump her crumpet, absolute drunkard. What was I saying? People on shore leave. Yes. yes. No. It's, I, I'm glad I'm not with the. I'm glad I'm not with the Marines. I keep trying to pretend to be posh. I don't know. I don't need to do that with you. It's okay. We're we're non-judgmental. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We're all friends here. I mean, I'm just right. I'm just a boy from Dovetail. At the end Aww. of the day. I know. How old are um, you? I'm. I'm twenty-three. Huh. Do I believe him? Roll an insight check. With advantage, he's sloshed. <laughs> um, oh, that's pretty good, actually. That is uh, 19. You'd put him as fifteen, between 15 and 17. Yeah, I don't want uh, to know, so I'm not rolling. <laughs> oh, no, is he the same age as Scamp? Oh, God, Nearly. he's like a Little year older than Scamp. He's a few years older than Scamp, but not many. He has definitely signed on to the Navy early, uh, early and lied about his age at some point. Because he's clearly been on this ship for a while. Aww. At least a year. Mm. You know, the, Mar- the Marines, they've got to... Half, only half of them are off at a time. The other half have to stay on board. Oh, right. Guard the... well, where do they hang out? Mm. Well, it depends. About a third of them are on break a third of them patrol around the ship third of them are you know drinking eating but can't go off you know you've got to be on duty ship bound right mm. so right. half are on at any point mm-hmm. absolute bastards some of them no really mm. Ugh. Mm. no it's just you know they've <clears throat> Morale and discipline. Yeah. Well, I suppose they're um, cooped up for months and then told they can't go ashore. Right? It makes anyone salty. <laughs> what salty if we want to play a trick on them? Trick? Yeah. A trick? Play silly digs. Wouldn't that be fun? What sort of trick have you in mind? I don't know, like, um, make them think there's all something wrong when there isn't, cause them a bit of mayhem. <laughs> You'd have that to get past Ballard. <laughs> Left Ballard? Ballard. Who's that? He's the ship's major second. She's off with the Commodore. But Ballard. She's nice. I, I like um, Lieutenant Cruiser, but. Ballard is, he has to stay at port in case of sendings. Hmm. He's, uh. he's a pretty wily sort. Not his choice. Bastard would probably prefer to be in town hmm. visiting the... Visiting the what? Brrr. Yeah, Brrr. yeah. 
Brothel? Yes. Right, so you lure him out with promises of the brothel. Excellent. You're a sharp customer. I am. I'm not sure how we do that. Cookie. Yes. Sharp. I like cookies. I like cookies. He's actually finished the second of the two. <laughs> Finds this point. Destroyed. He he like he's drunker the, than I've ever been yeah, in real it's life. This hof, <laughs> it's that halfling constitution. He is putting these away. It's honestly impressive. How many have you had at this point? Holds up a count the cups. Holds up a hand. How many fingers is that? Many. Five, but I don't know how many it is to you. It's the same number as there are glasses. How many glasses? <laughs> there are ten. Ah. Oh no! <laughs> wow, you're very small. I'm killed this point. I should pee You've at not some even point. peed yet. How have you done this? Where uh, are you putting it? Hollow legs. <laughs> mm. Mm. Wow. Is it coming out this time, or are we just? Nope, still back in. Ah, well no, I've done. Had before where I swear when I have broken the seal, I swear my legs have left the ground. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is all gonna come out when it comes out. Yes, yes it is. Amazing. <laughs> yes, you're you're good, Pepper. I am a very good Pepper. Yes, you're good, good Pepper. Good Pepper. Mm. Good Pepper. <laughs> what was it we were talking about? That's ship, darling. What yeah, about the ship? About- you wanted to play a joke on the Marines. You did. Yeah. Did I? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was, was... a really funny one as well. I think they uh, very much enjoy it. What sort of joke? Um, Ooh. like making them all leave their posts for no reason. How would I do that? I don't know, some sort of distraction, maybe. What sort of distraction? Well, um, think about it. A very clever distraction. You've been at sea for months. Yeah. You're not allowed to go ashore. What's the uh, most distracting thing you could think of in that situation? A shaved pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I admit that would I mean, be very distracting. What, like like very swimming in the harbour? Piggy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you came up with this. <laughs> I mean, how would you go about shaving a pig? It doesn't matter. <laughs> To an illusion of a shaved pig. Oh, is it I like mean, a little one on the on the table? It's like a I'm, tiny one. Yeah, I'm doing it. It's, it's a tiny one. That. That's <laughs> a that's a pig. He keeps putting his finger through it. Just <laughs> How much? I'm gonna I make had... it make a noise like <gasps> every time he touches it. I'm sure a little piggy when he goes and strikes it. Aww. His hand just sort of passes through it, but he thinks he's striking it. I make happy, weird pig sounds that don't sound like pigs because Celestia's not actually met that many pigs. Oink. Yes. Pig goes oink. Looks at him. (laughs) Pigglesworth stares forward for a moment. I think I'll have... And his head just smacks (laughs) forwards. Through the pig. And a moment later, you smell urine. Wow. (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna get up go. because that's creeping towards me. Um, yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's Richard Burton's his trousers. Yep. Putting <laughs> <laughs> yourself as a theme today, apparently. Yep. <laughs> Keeping it real for episode 100. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
he won't remember that, so that's something. Uh, he definitely won't. That's why I wasn't being remotely subtle. Um, do we actually want to distract the Marines? Because as soon as you do a distraction, they're actually on alert. That's true. If we can slip in without having to do that, that'd be wonderful. It was just a thought that I had, yeah. so I thought I'd ask the drunk man if he could think of anything. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's a good idea. Um, hmm. Pigglesworth starts to snore. Oh. Sounds like the um. He's so uh, sweet ship. when he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> just, just roll him over onto his side. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. In case he gets a revisitation, yeah, you, roll him you, over onto his side. Like he, you, he's he's face down on the table, but you'll shift his head to the side. Oh, Piggles will. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's probably where he do gets the name. Do most people then. do that when they sleep? Is that that doesn't feel normal? Um. <laughs> anyway. Well, he, he's a bit over relaxed. Hmm, this is true. Well, sounds like from what you were saying, the cooks anybody if we get them enough liquor. Yeah. Yes. That could be a way on. If we find the cook, that sounds like it could be good. Yeah. Um. Also, if we wanted to distract the. Lieutenant, was it Lieutenant? It was the Lieutenant. Yeah, the sh uh, the second mage. Yeah. I'm sure with enough money we can find someone to go and distract them if all they want is a brothel. <coughs> hmm. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it'd be that hard to be honest, does it? Maybe small, subtle distractions rather than a big one. Yeah. Like lots of small ones, and then we yeah. creep in. And steal the thing and creep out. This isn't a plan, is it? Well, <laughs> well <laughs> if we can note, get actually, the though. if we can get the mage out of the sending room and distracted for a while. Damn it! It's a shame Fighty isn't here. I imagine uh, he'd be able to size this chap up and reproduce what he's wearing down to the last stitch. I uh. honestly thought you were going to suggest sending Fighty to distract the mage for a minute there. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't mean, that would work too, but I think it would be a lot no, less subtle. No, that, that is not Fighty's area of expertise. Do you remember the first time you asked Fighty to provide a distraction? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's it not worked. ask Fighty to do sex work. That's Just not saying. what I was saying. I was saying a distraction. <laughs> he was good at distraction in the non-double entendre way last time. Yes. <laughs> Sex work is not Fighty's thing. No. no! No! Also, he's not here currently. But no. a drunk Fighty. gnome being like, woo, let's go to a brothel. could it, That's that's still terrible. Now I hate it. Never no, mind. He's also not here. Um, but I'm I don't true. think we're, that's I don't think we're gonna get... I don't know that we're going to get the person off the ship, but we might get someone on the ship to distract... Yeah. Um, yeah, we just need them to not be where we're going to be. And to not be in the sending room, preferably. Although, yeah. that does give me an idea, actually. If they've got to be on board to um, uh, to receive sendings, then why can't we uh, send to them, posing as someone else? Because they know who you are, magically. They know who it is, it's the whole thing. Ah, alright. So they... Ah, it's not a... Um, sendings a, come with, like, a, a sort of... Almost a sort of ID. magical transponder. Um, it's right. not something that you like. You know instantly their name and face, but if you have received a sending from someone before, you will recognise whether or not it is them. Mm. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
Plus, if it's military, there's bound to be codes. And if there yeah. isn't codes, they're being dumb. Why on earth wouldn't there be codes? At least Fair a enough. key word or something. Yeah. So. What earth are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. If Getting the you cook want drunk. to gather more information, uh, you can ask me. Uh, just suggest uh, what, what methods you want to use. Otherwise, you can, if you want, you can try and hunt down this cook. So, supplies going onto the ship might be a good way to get some to get ourselves on board. We Master could bribe the master or the cook. If the cook's the in cook. charge of getting food on board, mm. that's true. We could be inside crates. Oof. Yeah. Yes, we could I do know. that trick where you become I know. a box. It's not, not your favourite, but no, but we can. It worked last time. Yep. All right. Um. Well, let's see if we can find this uh, uh, this cook. If he's uh, going to be um, uh, supplying a ship of that size, he's going to have to go to a wholesaler. So let's let's see if we can find some wholesalers around here. You have a point. Um. Yeah, but I, we don't necessarily want to catch him at the wholesaler. We want to just talk to him separately. Yeah. We don't. We don't actually need to go to the actual supplies if he. He just has to say this is a box of supplies coming on board. Mm. True. If we can get him to just, do that, it could work. I was just thinking where we're likely to run into him. But I mean, I mean if he's on... Sh- yeah. He might be working, thinking, but this time be. of day, surely he's more likely to either be on board or be in a pub. Sounds like he'd be in a pub. These are sailors. They don't necessarily... Like, there is no such thing as day drinking. There's just drinking. <laughs> mm. Also, we've literally right. just been wow. told that he drinks a lot. Yeah, there's... would I mean, honestly, would you put up with being at sea for months at a time if you weren't sloshed constantly? Probably not. Mm. Mm. You make a fair point. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is why sea- sailors wax lyrical about the sea. They're just drunk. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're looking for an orcish gentleman who likes his drink. That's... Called Crumpet. Called Crumpet. Carl Crumpet. Carl Crumpet. Hmm. Right, or hair Crumpet. Find... Either way. Hmm. I don't think hair would be very good in Crumpet. Ah, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> right. Fluffy. You know, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever actually had a Crumpet. Maybe that should be a surface quest. We should get Crumpets. Oh, absolutely. No, Crumpets are amazing. Yes. I've heard. But I haven't sampled. Right. Well, well, we have shall, to fix uh, in, that. Endeavor, if they have them here, we, okay, we should acquire some. Okay, let's put all of this on hold. They're made of kind of like similar to bread, but like, yeah. like uh, more sort of a doughy consistency. Um, you have to cook them like you don't bake them in an oven. You put them in a pan. I saw them being made. You have to fry them to get the bottom brown and the bubbles come up. Ooh, mm. interesting. Fun. Anyway, passing over crumpets, we should talk to. Crumpet. No, no, let's go to a baker. And <laughs> no, you're right. Like we, should, we, should, we could bring crumpets and crumpets. I'm up for that. I mean, I feel like that might be. You might think we we're taking the piss. Yeah, but it would be amazing. It would be incredible. Let's go ask around, see if we can find him. If we can't, yeah. we'll get crumpets. Yes. Proper orchestra crumpets. Okay, give me uh, give me another investigation check, please. Which of us? <laughs> Me, I'd imagine. Okay. Yeah. 
You uh, find him. Uh, Celestia, roll me a d6. Three. You find him in a pub. Uh, you find him uh, in uh, the old carrot, which does, as promised, have a picture of an old carrot uh, on the outside. <laughs> it is a carrot that looks like it's seen its better. It's seen better days, um, but strangely, like has been lovingly depicted for some reason uh, in this very, in this very uh, elderly carroty fashion. Uh, the... It's everything I wanted. Mm. It was. It's exactly what I thought it would be. I'm very happy. Me too. So the tavern is actually a surprise. Sorry, the bar is a well pub is actually surprisingly nice. Um, it's Ooh. quite large. Uh, has a vaguely lovely feeling to it. The interior walls are kind of painted a deep blue. There's a, a tiled floor. Uh, and there are candles burning, which uh, fill the air with the scent of jasmine. Ooh, uh, you can see why so many sailors are then befouling that uh, that scent with sweat and alcohol mm. uh, and tobacco. I'd imagine. And tobacco. Yes, there is there is there is that thin blue haze in all pubs prior to 1997. Which you know I'm adding <laughs> to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've already got the pipe out and are just smoking some tobacco to add to it. Leslie smokes a lot of tobacco yeah. these days. <clears throat> Mostly because Ellie wishes she could smoke tobacco, but it's very bad for her, so Leslie <laughs> is doing it instead. Aww. You I love smoking. <laughs> following a direction from another crew member of the Relentless crew, uh, you find Herr Crumpet holding court. Uh, oh. He is... He is a large orc, and when I say large, I mean he is impressively obese. Um, he is like the, he's the table has actually been pushed forwards a little bit mm. uh, to accommodate him sitting at the end of the, uh, in this booth. Um, he has a very classical sort of uh, apron uh, as part uh, over this sort of ship striped ship's uniform. Uh, stained with various things. It kind of looks like maybe he's just gotten off shift and uh, shift, or maybe he just wears the damn thing for uh, uh, for style. Mm. Uh, what he... lineage did you say he was? Uh, sorry. What lineage? Did you oh, say he, he is an orc. He's an orc. Uh, with uh, with he, so he's he's an orc. He's got uh, yellow orange skin uh, and a thin blonde comb over oh. uh, over the large bald patch. Yes. Her crumpet him is, as I say, holding court. He is spreading his arms expansively in the midst of telling a story. One of which is holding a bottle of uh, of decent-looking red wine. The other of which has a uh, has a a heel of crusty bread which he's dipping into some sort of cheese sauce and periodically eating while he talks. Around him, various crew members are fawning, uh, listening to his tales. <clears throat> and then, Messerine, the bitch, she comes over and she's saying, you can't serve them to that. And I say, 
What are you talking about, Mum? And she says, you can't serve some lobster. They, they feed that to prisoners. And I say, you have not tried my lobster. Besides, her belloc is a Sulian. And they have very strange tastes. They like their lobster. Then she did not believe me. But then, the, but then her belloc was with the Commodore last night and they were dining. Herr Belloc sent his compliments to me expressly on the lobster. So she can stick that in her pipe and smoke it, yeah? <laughs> There's a brief pause and all the rest of them. <laughs> Join in. Yes, good. He dips some cheese and eats it. Now, let me tell you about the times that I made wild boar. <laughs> and start, uh, he launches into another story. Hmm. He, there are about three empty bottles nearby. Uh, some of which might have been shared with the rest of the group, but you get the feeling that he's been through them. And unlike Pigglesworth, who has great ambition, uh, this man can <laughs> hold his drink. This man can hold his drink. He looks like he has a, a cast iron liver. I wonder if he's ever had Gnomish brandy. He's a chef and a man who drinks. It could be a conversation starter. Oh, absolutely, yes. No, I was just trying to um, think. Worth asking. Hmm. Also, we eat weird shit in the Underdark, and he'd definitely talk about that if we got him drunk enough. But then we need to actually get him talking about helpful things. Yeah. All right. Well, he, he looks perfectly um, willing to talk at length about things, so, yeah. See if we can... I just feel like we should go over in. with booze, otherwise he's not going to talk to us. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should see if anywhere around here sells Gnomish brandy. Get a whole yeah. bottle. Well, Let's I'll do it. At the bar. <laughs> yeah, you do so. Uh, the... I feel like we're willing to go to more than one bar. Yeah. You are, but uh, just for just for the hell of it, uh, let me just roll. You do go to the barkeep of the old carrot, uh, and you find an elderly halfling man uh, at behind. Uh, he is also uh, thinning on top, uh, but with uh, with thin white hair, but has not attempted the curve over. Uh, He's just given in. Yes. Uh, in fact, Good it's it's a little bit like. Have you ever seen the 1980s Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Yes. And yes. the dungeon You're master. You're thinking the dungeon master the dungeon on that. Yes. yes. He's got like the shower curtain yeah, down the yeah. back. Yes. <laughs> he has that hair. And he's the same shape all the way down. <laughs> he's the same width that his head yes. is at like his hips. Yeah. 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 Um, the same British, can, cannot be yeah. said of this halfling. While he still, while he has the same hair as the dungeon master, um, he's quite a uh, he's quite a small chap, about Corzin's height actually, um, oh, but with a thinner small. build. Um, and uh, he has there's something about him that you just look at him and you want to believe he's a gardener. Oh. <laughs> he looks up and uh, with a kind of uh, squint uh, at you, uh, he goes, oh. <clears throat> Hello there. What is it I can get you? Hello, darling. Um, 
They're wondering if you had any gnomish brandy by any chance. It's a bit of a weird occasion. So I went to buy a bottle. Some pretty steep stuff, man. If you can afford it, sure. Yeah, how much? Cost you ten, uh, ten pound. Which is about, which thanks to a miracle of uh, of convenient exchange, is about the same <laughs> as ten gold crowns. Fuck it, go on then. Yeah, we can do that. And produces a tall bottle in blue glass uh, with purple speckles to it. I'll do it if you want, by the way, out of character. I've got way more gold than either of you because I haven't bought books Um, or paid for my family. Unlike Um. the... Yeah, unlike the, uh, uh, and I think I said this before, but unlike the disappointing Bombay Sapphire, uh, the liquid inside actually is blue uh, with flakes of purple. The pulls out. Oh, there you go then. Thank you. Oh, this must have been about 12 years ago from a nice young lady, all shaved on one side with tattoos with her head and pigtail on the other. Ah, Mm. Memory's not what it was. I remember. Well, I don't want to kiss and tell. <laughs> Did you sleep huh. with Vera? Is that a name? Might have been. He taps the side of his bulbous nose. That's fair enough. Good for you. Yeah. You're a braver man than I. You? <laughs> I didn't reckon it was likely my missus would find out, being as she's been with the regent for thirty years. Oh. <laughs> I can't work out if she's a priest or she's dead, and like I don't <laughs> want to ask. <laughs> I assume she's dead. So but... right, loved her to bits. Never got a night's sleep. Always snoring. Oh. But you loved her anyway. It's the mark of a good marriage. Yeah, that's true love. If somebody keeps you up every night, you still love them. Yep. Yep. Yes, it is. What's your name? Hmm. My name's Peter. (laughs) What's what's your second name, Peter? Please, I'm interested. Peter Butterbar. That the same as other Peter's name. It's not, is it? <laughs> uh, no, but it is the same as I think Harold Butterbar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You don't happen to have any relatives in Brighthold, do you? Oh. Harold. Yes, I do. Harold. Nice bloke. I have a nephew named Harold. Ah. Got into this. Got into the textiles business, I think. Yes, we met him. Very nice man. Was it Grain? Might have been both. <laughs> How big grain, are halfling families that none of you know who you're related to? <laughs> I just I oh, can't get my head around track of. I, I mean, I've got... I had 
13 brothers and sisters. Yeah, and they've and got two. all got their children, and some of those children have got children now, and you kind of lose count after the first 120 immediate members of your family. Oh, guys, no, that, that is valid. Yeah. Elves, like, don't do another generation that often. Anyway. If they ever invent some sort of highly entertaining activity that can be done within the home that's more interesting than sex, I imagine halfling families will shoot right downwards in their number. I can't do any activities like that, to be honest. No. If there are, no, I can't. to be invented. <laughs> <laughs> well, backgammon. <laughs> I thought that was just a euphemism. <laughs> no, he did actually play backgammon with Leah multiple times. And Jeffrey. <laughs> and Jeffrey. Until he ate half You the thought that was a. Never mind. Mm. Leah did teach me to play backgammon. There. While I understand that you might have thought that was a euphemism, she actually did teach me to actually play actual backgammon. <laughs> it's a surprisingly involved game. It is surprisingly involved. I still find it quite difficult, if I'm honest. Hmm. It's still funny because me and Jason still don't know how to play backgammon. We've... I looked it up and I have forgotten. <laughs> I didn't look it up. I just never learned. It was surprisingly involved. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those easy-ish to learn, very hard to master games. Hmm. Well, anything else I can do for? Um, no, not to meet you. Some breakfast or anything? Is it breakfast time at it's all? It's like it's late the morning, in my head. so. Second breakfast, possibly 11 I think you now. came in in the morning, didn't you? Oh, was, you was came so in the morning. drunk that no, I No, 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 no. You've just been quite drunk. You have been drinking for a few hours. Well, you've been getting people drunk for a few hours. So by this point, actually, no. We're, we are actually into. We're actually into. We, we might be past noon, actually, yeah. So in which case. Oh, sorry, it's twosies. We can ah, do you right. a, I could do you a toasted tomorrow and cheese sandwich. Yeah, that sounds so adorable yes. that I want one, so yes, please. Please. You don't happen to have any crumpets left over by any chance, do you? They're not the same, but I could heat one up for you. I've never had a crumpet, so that would be exciting. Why don't we call it two pen copper pennies and I'll go get you some toast chips and sandwiches and I'll make you a fresh cup just so you know. Aww, thank you. Thank That's you. That's right. Makes sure it kind of rubs his chin. <laughs> I really hope we can come back here. That's right. You'll remind me of a old friend I used to have. He wanders off and starts into what the back What old room. friend? What, who is... Was that at Corzin? So who was that directed at? It was directed at Corzin, but... Oh. <laughs> okay, Corzin is going to rack his brains like... Kind of like are the three of you, but you particularly, Corzin. Hmm. Your parents didn't come here or anything, did they? No, I don't think so. Um, not very many people in my family were um, that well-traveled before me. Hmm. No, fair enough. Just a thought. Comes back. Uh, no, not a terrible thought, but no, not that I know of. It's about 
seven, eight minutes later, because he has to toast, he has the meme pre-made, but he toasts them all and freshly makes up the crumpet for you. He gives you a, on a little plate uh, with little cats painted on it, um, a freshly made crumpet with butter drizzled on it, just a little bit. And uh, some toasted, and two, uh, actually three, uh, toasted cheese and tomato sandwiches. Yeah. This does not taste like it should be food, but it's amazing. Mm. Mm. This tastes like something you'd wash dishes with, but like in a good way. Yes. (laughs) Surprisingly bouncy. I don't feel like food should be bouncy, but I like it. It's Mm. good. Food definitely should be bouncy. You've had jelly before, haven't you? Yes, I have. My family are very rich. <laughs> Jelly's yeah, definitely a thing rich people have. <laughs> yeah. In this time period, it really is, though, isn't it? Yeah, fairly. Yeah. Well, it's like you it's make not... it from bones. You make it from bones. Like it's. I feel like I probably had like mushrooms or something, though. You know. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, no, the, like mushroom? things die. You've had jelly just made from Beetle gelatin. Beetle jelly. Yeah. Uh, beetles don't have bones. Beetles don't really have bones, but but there would be jelly. <laughs> but there are but there are like, there are some meteor livestock down there. Mostly yeah. it's insects, but lizard jelly. Yeah, basically. I didn't know you could make it from that. Yeah, lizards they make good jelly. <laughs> oh. Huh. Well then, you, you enjoy your dinner. Thank you. Thank you. Kind of blinks a little bit. Man, anything? Right, anything else, Nadgers? He says, looking at you, oh. squinting. <laughs> I think you might have got me uh, mistaken for uh, uh, for someone else. But if I run into Norit, I'll let him know that. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, he, uh, it is <laughs> You, yeah, you do. Sorry, mine's wandering these days. You have Did fun. Did you ask him? Oh, years and years ago. You oh, you said 12. Have, last I heard, he was kind of settle on down with, um, was it Barnacle Point? That'd be it, yeah. Yes, you decades ago, back before our sailing days. Back in our sailing days, I should say. Hmm. You wouldn't believe some of the wild nonsense we got up to. Oh, believe me, I would. <laughs> well, it was lovely to meet you. It was. Um, you were we will be back. Right, you do then. Goodbye now. Goodbye. He goes to tend to various bartenderly things. Well, he was excellent. Yes. Yeah. Also, I've had so a crumpet boring. now. Today's a momentous day. Mm. Yes. Very exciting. You over here. Uh, the conversation uh, has turned again over at the cook's table, and one of the uh, one of uh, a young half orc is asking, "But," and he goes, "This, yes, but how crumpet? Uh, do you know what has been what they uh, uh, has been brought on board? I am a man, an honourable man." And I would not pry into her Belloc's business, but I understand, he looks side to side, taps the side of his nose, between you and me, that her Belloc has come back 
with a number of artifacts from his latest expedition. And uh, while they are due to be returned to Osirio for Her Majesty, he has yet to charter a ship. So the Commodore has very kindly agreed to hold on to them until such until uh, her belloc has made an appropriate arrangement but that is just between you and me my little friends <laughs> there's a brief pause and then they all <laughs> join in they're all bullshitting him aren't they you, you don't need much of an inside check <laughs> Everything about this is awful. It's really weird. I mean, the best way to get talking to somebody who thinks they're an expert on stuff is to ask them about it, and I am a drow who could have plausibly not tried anything from the surface ever. Yes. He loves talking about surface foods. Yes. And you could have heard he's an expert, and you've come to... Or get his expertise I've and exchange I've overheard for a him talking about this amazing food and I'm interested. Yeah. Fuck it, should we just go and see what happens? Yeah, let's give it a go. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll hold on to the uh, brandy for you. Um, but I think we should bring it, really, and offer it to him. Okay. Alright. Come on, there's a three? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Looks you up and down. Yeah? Hello, um, I'm so sorry to be nosy, but you sounded like you're a bit of an expert on surface food, and I've not actually had that much. I was wondering if you could tell me some stuff. I've got some gnomish brandy if you've never tried some. We could, uh. He looks as if he's about to say something catty. Swap some booze for some stories. He's, he looks as, he has that look as if he's about to, to get, say something catty and then halts when you say gnomish brandy. You have gnomish brandy. Have you ever tried it before? Gestures. He gestures to three of the people sat around him. You, 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 take a hike. Sit wow. down. I hate him. <laughs> I hate I him so I much. I message that to cause and scam. Through the like side of the head things. Yeah. <laughs> they scrabble out. Scamper the under the table and pop up in the yeah. appropriate chair. <laughs> All right. Why don't you? He looks. Produces a lot. Uh, uh, he actually. Uh, snaps his uh, fingers at one of the three who is leaving who goes to the bar has a quick word with Peter and comes back with a um, with a little shot glass mm. to, and he says why don't you pour me a little and uh, we can talk about foods yeah yeah what kind of foods well what kind of foods uh, were you thinking about what's your favourite surface food Hmm. My favourite. Have you ever tried baklava? <gasps> no, I've heard the term thrown around though. Ah, well, it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> I've actually tried baklava last episode. You have literally tried baklava this morning. Yeah, like today. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing you wear over your face, is it? No, no, that's something else. <laughs> no, that is a balaclava. Oh, yes. Close enough, though. But um, no, I I have tried it 
three times in my life and it was the absolute epitome of dessert better than even the Tyrian gelato now fuck he's a wanker is, isn't he so Celestia's <laughs> you have to it takes hours and hours to make you must layer hundreds of layers of, of the finest pastry and in between <laughs> many drizzled drizzled you then you must drown it lovingly in lovingly syrup. goodness and then it is done C- can i lovingly drown him please oh, please do <laughs> uh, to have to go what would once again what lovingly is... drown it what would happen if you hatefully drowned it then you would get the forbidden treat aklava <laughs> <laughs> he says this with a straight face <laughs> jason doesn't oh well, shit that sounds that sounds like a terrible state of affairs. That sounds ominous. Mm. It yeah. is. It was forbidden by the by the sultans of Faraz. Mm. Forbidden. Why too decadent? <laughs> what what would happen to you, Jason? It was it was believed to have been responsible for the deaths of one of the sultans through sheer excess. Wow. Fucking hell. Oh. I didn't know you could die of that. Mm. Oh, my friends, I've um, never I'm had that. I'm surprised. you one can die of excess. Do you like some brandy? Oh. By the way, Celestia oh, yes. Stardust, nice to meet you. Ah, crumpet. I've just had one of those. This okay. He takes a. He sniffs at it. There's actually like a. Sl- you know I'm drinking with him. Yeah. Who else is? There is. There is like a little wisp of bluish purple vapor that comes off the yeah. top. Anyone else drinking with him? No. Corzin is going to freeze for a moment. Um, <laughs> and try in that uh, brief moment to see how um, incongruous it's going to be if he doesn't. <laughs> well, at this point, only Celestia and um, uh, uh, and her crumpet are, are drinking. Her crumpet has not offered any to his uh, toadies. Mm. No, that's that's fine. I've already got one uh, on the go. Actually, I left it at the bar, and <laughs> you will go and get something and bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty recognisable uh, when you pour it out. Is this beautiful purple blue liquid? And it's just like you know when you like drop two different inks together, oh, and they like yeah, pretty. yeah, they merged like that. It's it's this beautiful uh, pattern. Um, kind of like the effect you get when you put metallic ink into water and then swirl it. It's like glitter. Oh ink. yeah. It's like a, like a swirly. Gl- yeah, it's almost like a glitter potion. Pretty. Mm. Uh... Fun fact: If you're making potions, this is a thing you can do, and I have done. Yeah, you uh, could use oil, not water. Uh, oil actually fucked it up. Really? It. Yeah, you need an oil-based ink if you're going to do that. Uh... Uh, I put a water-based ink, and it didn't work. Mm. Either Don't water mix your media. Or oil in oil. Mm. <clears throat> That's <laughs> paint mixing, notwithstanding. <laughs> However, uh, you do come back. Uh, you pay a copper. You come back with uh, a very ch- with a shot of very cheap. Uh, apparently, this one is bourbon, not bourbon. Uh, the <laughs> bourbon family are more in control here, at least as far as uh, whiskey drinking is concerned. <clears throat> uh, it's. A little, little, 
little stronger, but a little less smoky. Mm. Now, the, the Gnomish Brandy, on the ha other hand, tastes of... What emotion are you feeling? Like... Slightly pissed off and irritated that I have to spend time with this man. <laughs> it tastes like a... It tastes like sharp bitters cut through with a sharp, acrid taste and hot spice. But it leaves a warm aftertaste that spreads through your body. Ooh, that's different than I remember it. I have heard that. I have heard that it changes depending on how you're feeling. Let me assume the right state of mind. Ah, yes. I send again, I hate him. <laughs> sniffs it. Kind of I hate takes him so it, much. I hate, I hate everything about it. Does that thing where you kind of wash it around your mouth a little? Oh, what a flavor. cunt. <laughs> before, oh. before, before then downing it. Why have we not bitched I'm over out. these before? This is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're all kind of like slightly trying to keep a straight face. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually a very good poker face, yeah, I yeah. picture. Just the occasional aside to each other. Just like eyes glancing to each other. You notice that the that uh, uh, that Crumpet's companions are doing the same, although probably without the set of the messages going between them. <laughs> uh, Crum Crumpet actually has his eyes closed. Ugh. I must have just let us know if we start seeing pink elephants again. Cinnamon. Say hi to Reginald. Please do. There's just just a little brush over your shoulder of something that you feel for a moment. But you're not seeing anything yet. Ah, yes. It tastes like how I imagined sunshine would taste. And gold. And the taste of... Hmm, what is that? Quite... Peppery? Most curious. He pushes the, 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 the shot glass over for you to pour to pour another. I do. Takes it back. There. Skull. Skull. I get out. Yeah, not I'm back. Totally <laughs> okay, so number two of these. I forgot to ask you for the first one, but I'd like you to make a constitution check a save, please. Do you want two? Uh, yes, please. Yeah. And I will do the same for him and his prodigious constitution. Oh dear. That's actually really not bad for me. Like, okay. Genuinely. Um, that is a 16 and a dirty 20. You're fine. You're holding you're holding well, but the but you become aware of just sound. Just faintly like the impression of whistles and drums. <laughs> In a kind of Vaguely uplifting. Vaguely backing music. Sort of yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> the I don't false know wall is starting to dissolve. I don't know why, but when the barriers of reality fall, that's the first thing you, that always comes through. Can you hear that? Fade. Yes. It's just faded. No, it's just fading, but I feel as if. What about that? Yeah, it's like. What is that? Fiddles? Yeah. Ah. What fun. Oh. So what is it you do normally? Other than 
talking incredible things about food and bars. I thank you. I have the great honour. <laughs> Sending it, I hate him. Of being. <laughs> I, I, I hate personal, him, I hate him, I hate him. <laughs> the personal chef of none other than Commodore Gregor Black Tusk. Oh, he sounds very important. He is. is he? The up and coming star of the Assyrian Navy. Grandson of the of Admiral Black Tusk, the famed hero from the war of the is from the war of this uh, of the Seven Corners. Wow! You must get to get some exciting foods in from him. Mm. Ah, the best! And sometimes I have requests for fairly ordinary things, and I make them extraordinary. Wow. What would a based of this feel like? I mean, where do you find ingredients like that in a port like this? Oh, sometimes you have to know the right people. I have my people out scouting, trying to find them. I'm expecting that young Pigglesworth will find me something tonight. But sometimes you just make do with what you have. Last night... They had an absolute disaster. Oh, All no. they had were, were lobsters. And between you and me, they're barely worth serving to convicts. But I worked my magic, and both Commodore Black Tusk and his honoured guest were very impressed. Ooh. Wow. Maybe that's how it started with crickets down the Underdark. We eat crickets down there. They're rubbish. People pretend they're nice, but they're not. Have you had them pan fried with honey and and uh, just a little bit of almond? No. Try that. That's how I like to do them. You're a genius. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> you are a genius. I hate him so much. I, just, I want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your next culinary experiment? What exciting ingredients are you getting in? Well, I need Have to find shot. Them. Thank you. Takes one, drinks one. Are you joining in? Yeah, fuck it. Okay, Constitution <laughs> Irish brandy in ages. <laughs> Fucking hell, this guy's going rolling good. Still fine, 17. Okay, yep, we're three brandies in. Um, so this is... Okay. What is on your mind? Mostly Reginald because I'm drinking Irish brandy. Okay. I'm looking for Reginald because that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm thinking what was his. There's a also when... hating him, um, which I'm sure is unhelpful. But I I am oh, thinking yeah. about how much I hate. There him. is some. There are a few things that happen. You start to notice just the ghostly impressions of things around you, as if the tables are filled with almost like. Like the shadow, the wisp of platters. Platters filled with all manner of foods that you can't quite see, but you can smell. A rich aroma fills the air. And the backing music becomes much clearer. <laughs> uh, there is a brief moment where you catch a glimpse or just a flash of pink. And just at the corner of your eye, you look round, but you can't see him. And you just hear. <laughs> You're hiding. Until the time is right, my dear. What was that? Nothing, darling. 
and kind of looks around, frowning a little, but shifts. The he's in a booth. Um, you're all kind of in a booth, but the but it's as if the bench behind him melts away a little and is replaced by some sort of armchair. And the armchair seems fine, but it also has some sort of creeping black vine coming up it. Oh dear. <laughs> mm. If I can get hold of some of this, perhaps I should make this my next experiment. Mm. I should have to look for more. But the it is just, tonight it is just a simple dish. Very few of the off- all of the officers are out except for Ballard. Mm. And of course, ugh, Messering, the first officer. Who's that? Oh. Someone must watch the ship while the c- Commodore is at the gom- governor's mansion with the rest of the officers and. Uh, Hobnobbing, I've I no mean, doubt. What if, well, it's not a particularly important night, you tried making something with some of this in for them? Do you think they'd appreciate that on a night off? I think it would be a vest, but the opportunity to experiment in private. Mm. Oh, that could be worth it. Could be worth it. Something personal, yes. Yes, that might be ideal. Try it on a couple of them, if they don't like it, and no one ever needs to know. You see him reach under his shirt, actually no, into his pocket, and pulls out a wallet. Kind of examines it for a moment, looking through, just checking his coinage, thinking, what could I afford to get? If I made a, yes, if I spoke to some of the suppliers, maybe I could get some interesting ingredients. He puts the wallet away. Mm. Again, flash of pink out of the corner of your eye. Yeah. I mean, you sound pretty fascinating as a chef. I thank you, I am. <laughs> if you would I say, hate him. Let us on your ship for a bit. Have a look at your kitchen. Give me this bottle of Nomish brandy if you want. Hmm. We what's left of it by the time we're done, of course. And we could maybe help you source some interesting ingredients. Yeah, or we could make it maybe help you source a second bottle. Not make easy a, to come make, by this. Make a persuasion check, but he, uh, he pushes he pushes the shot glass over. Who's making it? I'd I think you're doing most of the talking. <laughs> 30. <laughs> Jesus. Check number four, please, for constitution. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, not so good. 10. Okay, that's finally enough. It starts to get... The, it starts to get to a point where um, the real world is getting less real and you look around and you're in some sort of cavernous dining hall well lit with just rows and rows of tables with all the all the foods you can imagine and many you cannot there is some sort of like seriously some that defy possibility you see a plate with just a sphere of water nothing holding it just a sphere of crystal clear mountain spring water. Mm. Uh, there is a pile of what kind of looks like frog spawn or caviar, except that the gl- it's made of green globes 
the size of plums, oh. all stacked on top of each other in some sort of gently golden glinting sauce. It's Heston mm. Blumenthal's restaurant. <laughs> oh my god, it kind of is though, isn't it? <laughs> is there some a giant something that looks like something that it isn't? Yes. That was, <laughs> there is a was giant... There's a moment where you think there isn't just... Where there is, behind... In, in the in the halls behind uh, Crumpet, uh, a gigantic ver- pink version of uh, of Reginald, uh, <gasps> in, uh, posed like a ballet dancer. Oh, and it wobbles a little, and you realise it's actually a jelly sculpture, thirty foot high. We were talking about jelly a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you can see quite clearly leaning forward uh, le- kind of like sprawled forwards on, uh, on on a lengthy table behind the now on a throne of thorns and black uh, surrounded by a black pit of tar uh, is her crumpet but Reginald is kind of one leaning kind of like one one sort of elephant's paw hoof. <laughs> little like, like with a weird little weird min, pin, pin, he had. Pin, like yeah, <laughs> paw with a weird little like um, they're almost like mitten hands, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just leaning on a chin, just like hmm. Well, this seems quite interesting. What is that? I heard a voice. I might stick around. Mm. I might stick around. You should have another shot. You might hear some more things. Is a moment of get the full experience, darling. Take Titus from. You think you can get me a second bottle of this? Yeah. Can we? Can can we do that? I just message to both of them. Is that a thing we Uh... could probably? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) What? What do do we think we can probably find another one? Roll an intelligence check. Okay. Anyone? Anyone. I'm drunk. <laughs> with, advan- with disadvantage for you. Uh, no. That so... is going to be a dirty 20. It's a nine. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, causing... Oh, yeah. You're drunk now, by the way. So five temporary hit points, <laughs> advantage on strength and charisma skill checks, disadvantage on dexterity, wisdom and intelligence. Um, and, yeah, you... <clears throat> advantage on charisma, though. Yeah. That's yeah. Worth it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it lasts it. until you fail your next constitution save. <laughs> um so yeah, the what was I gonna say? Um yeah, dirty twenty. This guy picked it up twelve years ago from probably Vera and has held on to it since. It's rare. It's rare. <laughs> mm. But he doesn't know that. He doesn't. I've oh, said yes. I can yes. get him one at dawn. Yep. I can take... get him some at you dawn. You can. Yes. <gasps> yes. You can do that. That's oh, really clever. Uses, but, yeah. but not to. I tend to. You tend to. Not yeah. till dawn. Mm. I mean, if you can fill a bottle with it, it's yeah. That's all I we mean, need. Yeah, but not till dawn. We need it tonight. Um. As you the fill up his. Barman fifth... said he was getting a new stock in at dawn. Could you wait till then? I suppose. But you would have to turn up then. It would have to be at the crack of dawn. The Commodore is expected back in the morning. What time? Oh, 
after the sunrise. Hmm. Is there like it's stressful, but it could work. I say to the other two. I understand they like to yep. drink late into the night, into the morning. It's a governor's. Oh, who doesn't? Felt quite. Skull picks up Skull. the fifth one, drinks it. You're about halfway through the bottle. Roll a constitution save. Oh, thank fuck! He finally 20, failed you one. Bastard. Yeah, he finally failed one and is now drunk. <laughs> Good. Oh, it took ages. <laughs> he has a con save of plus eight. Wow. He's got a more con than any of us. It's a proficient save for him. No, that's fair. <laughs> He's like, <clears throat> yeah, you're now just... You can barely see the, anyone else. They're all shadows in this cavernous hall. You can but see I the can hear them through my head. You can hear thing. them, but you can see the shadowy outlines of your companions. The only real people here are you, Herr Crumpet, and oh, Reginald. The Crumpet goes, Crumpet, who tries to stand up but can't quite. Oh, I wouldn't, darling. Because there are thick black thorned vines leaking, uh, leaking tar wrapped around him now. <laughs> well, you have a deal, but what is happening? Uh, um, no, don't worry. It's just it's, just saying stuff. I so much food, but Meet I can't Reginald. reach it. I can't. Who are you? A friend. Why? I'm. Why I'm the. You might call me the gentleman rogue. I am the best friend you'll ever meet, so long as you're sozzled. <laughs> There's a song about it, but it clashes with the uh, fiddles. <laughs> Where's it coming from? Or is it just... Ha oh, those? They just happen. Don't worry. If you don't mind leaving him in my realm for a little while unless you want me to follow after you hmm. what's more interesting I said I messaged the other two Reginald says we could leave him with him for a bit well that would certainly help I mean it, he's stuck in it, thorns it, right now I think it's because I don't like him and I feel a bit bad but that's where we are well, he's he's in full tantalus mode now, reaching for all this delicious food and he can't get to it. Well, we also need way. a way on. <sighs> True. Um, maybe if we um, make that the next thing we talk about, the advantage of this situation is no one is going to believe that any of us are, uh, were real if they know he's been drinking gnomish brandy. Yes. <laughs> If you describe us and you say you've been drinking Nemish brandy, we don't sound real, do we? Um, no, 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 we don't. Are you uh, still he... here? Yes. I'm still here. No, I, Good. I was about to say, say hi to we'll be messaging people and saying, we're still here. Um, we Scamp should, you says might hello. not be able to see us. But yeah. Hmm. Well, you should absolutely join us at some point, you and all I your don't... friends. He says you should join us at some point, but you don't I drink. Don't, so. I don't drink anymore. Oh. Well, you just, just have to visit me in a dream. Just remember to, um, don't forget to tell my tales. Always. Excellent. And as for you, 
the uh, appropriately named Mr. Crumpet. Why can't I reach the food? Don't worry. You and I, we're going to go on a little heist. We're going to steal <laughs> all the food you want. You see him reach behind and just casually lift his wallet and take it. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to his real wallet? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, do we know. notice anything? Celestia is the only one who conceivably could make a check and she's just seen the wallet get taken. So from her perspective, yeah, the wallet's okay. just been taken. You don't know where the real world wallet's gone because it wouldn't occur to you to look. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, any interesting deliveries coming into your ship? Um, we're due to get a shipment of um, ship's biscuits in as part of the resupply. Hmm. Uh, when and from where? Oh, uh, that's doing. Must be this. Tonight? Uh, it's a late delivery. About. Mm, 11 or so is when they could make it. No. There's, and there's, uh, are you going to sign for that or is someone else do that? Who? Surely you. I. We wouldn't want to lose your company. I'll sign f- I'd sign for that or Piggy will. You stay here and drink. We'll find Piggy and make sure he's back. Yeah, I think Piggy was a bit drunk. Maybe he could use an escort. Yeah, I need to go on a, a heist? Oh, yes, yes. you do. You do that and have a lovely time. Okay. Reginald's going to take you on a nice heist. Reaches down. The forms peel back. And Celestia, you see her crumpet stand up out of them and be guided away by Reginald towards the many different types of foods as Reginald opens a door that was not there before into what <laughs> seems to be... Imagine a dragon's... like Imagine Smaug's Horde from Lord of the Rings, but it's all baked goods. <laughs> you and I, my friend, are going to go rob the gingerbread man. Is it the <laughs> gingerbread man? Indeed. Just remember, you've got to run, run as fast as you can because you cannot escape the gingerbread man. And it pulls him into the door and it slams shut. Scampins and causing you see hair, uh, hair crumpet stare into the middle distance. And then just slump backwards in the chair, asleep. Well, on the bench. Huh. All right, Celestia. Um, yes. Would you like to not be drunk right now? Uh, I feel like that'd be really helpful because as much as this room. Lesser restoration. <laughs> Immediately, the effects just <laughs> purge, wow. and the whole dream sequence breaks. It's like reality just shatters, and the cold, harsh light of the waking world emerges. The uh. the the music just breaks, ends suddenly, and it's just ambient sound. Just can we have a jug of water over here, please? Wow, that was a lot. Oh, there's got to be a nicer way of doing that. Oh, usually that takes several hours. That was an experience. But hey, looks like we have a way in. I put the rest of the gnomish brandy in my bag. Yeah, you good, good. have half a bottle of gnomish brandy. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And the you see her. 
Herr Crumpet's companions like, Boss? Boss, are you alright? Oh, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. He's um, just resting his eyes. Yeah, where's Piggy? Piggy's back where you left him. Yeah, let's go find Piggy. Let's go and escort Piggy back so that he can get the delivery, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and let's we should that. go and be inside the delivery. We should. Yes. Um, yeah. Can we hide in some ship's biscuits? Is that a thing we can do? Yes. Yes, it is. This is not a plan. <laughs> okay. Though, okay. So <laughs> two of you so are going to hide in the ship's biscuits, was the plan. Um, I or like how, small or, people. Yeah. And you're going to escort Piggy back onto the ship? I mean, can't we all be in the biscuits? You can all be in the biscuits. Biscuit. You just want to make sure that Piggy is... Is there to sign for Compass it. enough to them. sign it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. I'll say I'll say that you head back and find that Piggy has already been dragged back to the ship mm-hmm. by his uh, by his um, shipmates. Who, while they may or may not like Piggy, uh, you don't really know the nature of his relationship. Weren't quite willing to leave him passed out on a table in a, in a room full of strangers. Yeah, unlike you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, now you say it's a that... room full of his shipmates. <laughs> it was a room full of his shipmates. Yeah. He was fine. Um, yeah, we're the only strangers here. Yes, Piggy <laughs> has been brought uh, brought safely back. You you learn out when inquiring about him, uh, where he will likely sleep it off in time for the evening. Mm. So, for your part. Uh, did uh I don't know that he mentioned where the ship's biscuits were coming from. I don't know if he did. No, you just mentioned that they were coming in. Can we find out? Do you want to roll a quick investigation check? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. need to find where they're coming <laughs> With from. With advantage from me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're still Imagine a bit slow. Actually, in case Actually no, it's an intelligence check, so if you're leading it, it's disadvantage. But advantage because no, people sober. are helping. No, you're sober now. I am oh, sober. Yeah. Oh you're sober now. That. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. That's twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. You go back to the. Um. You basically go back. Go back to the. Uh. Old carrot, where the various members of. Um, Crumpet's. Uh. Crew, are trying to negotiate him out of the booth, so they can start taking him back to the ship. It is a process. All, sure. all he's still them, unconscious. He's still maybe, unconscious. Maybe we should pay for a room here for him and just let him sleep it off. Yeah, but then he won't get the ship's biscuits. Well, we don't want him to get the ship's biscuits. Oh, we're talking about Crumpet now. I'm sorry, yeah, I thought sorry, we were still on Piggy. No, 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 yeah, no, maybe Piggy's we should gone. pay for a room for him here. That's not a bad idea, actually. Okay. Uh, you, you make the offer and uh, his companions are all too happy uh, to to not have to pay, uh, to pay for it uh, so you pay you pay two silver uh, and take uh, two silver shillings and take care of it uh, and along the way they while you kind of pry into the matter one of them casually comments that uh, oh yeah I think that's in uh, that's being delivered from uh, Polkston shipping uh, over on seventh uh, oh, Street. Great. Okay, we need to go to Polkston. Polkston. Okay. Yes. We need to find the right crates, and we need to get inside the right crates. Yes, and be plausibly heavy enough or light enough to be ship's biscuits. I am willing to are. eat the biscuits. We will have to eat a lot of ship's biscuits or hide them somewhere. Which These is are ship's more biscuits. Sensible. They're not nice biscuits. You can eat one, and it's... then you're like, that's a day of food. Yeah. Honestly, like... 
they compare favorably to Cram, and that's about <laughs> it. That's just, the most you can say. They're pretty much flour and water, aren't they? They are basically, uh, yeah. yeah there's n- but like dense I will eat water, lots of they? that. I don't know, who make them taste like really exciting stuff? But you can't get rid of the feeling of stodge in your stomach. Mm, this is true. So, yeah, I will say that it's easy enough to get to Poxton shipping. Uh, you, be, you, you know it's on 7th Street. You are able to ask around in the various, uh, in the, amongst the various dock workers. Uh, Poxton shipping is a large, uh, open-fronted warehouse. The doors are open. There's a lot of traffic at the moment because uh, various stevedores are busy loading and unloading cargo uh, to and from the uh to, to and from the uh device uh, the, the building itself moment mm. of aphasia there <laughs> uh how would you like to approach this hmm we're here at this building uh how do we get in there is a as i say the main doors are open there are also some side doors as well which are currently closed you do not know whether they are locked there's a lot of traffic to and from the main uh, th- through the main doors. How well guarded does it look? Um, there aren't actually guards like uh, this, is, like in the sense of armed people. But there are people who work there and are kind of like keeping a loose eye to make sure no one nicks anything. Mm. I could do an illusion of somebody nicking loads of boxes and running away. That's yeah. not a bad idea. We could see if we. we... There could is ask a... around about which boxes we want first, yes. maybe. There, there, I'll say there is a pallet of basically like a rack of wine bottles near the entrance, mm-hmm. which are where someone is placed. Out of character it. question. Yep. Would it be reasonable to um, to assume that the boxes we want would be marked with what the, where, with what their des- destination is? Uh. Mm. As a sailor, uh, you've seen this happen a lot. Not You know that they will be marked in some way. Uh, possibly... Okay, like we're, in, we're in a largely, pre-literate, we're large, largely pre-literate time. Um, yeah. So, actually, they have a code uh, where it will be marked with a series of... Uh, usually it's a series of about four shapes. Like triangle, mm. square, circle, uh, plus uh, cross sign. Uh uh, if, if, up to that, sometimes just like little X's in different in, in paint. Um, to and on a given day, stevedores will know you've got to pick up all of those with this markings and take it out uh, to the to that ship. But you do know that that information is kept uh, essentially in a ledger or 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 is made available to the foreman uh, who will be right, who will okay. be directing it. All right. Um, if we can find the um, the information that the foreman has that uh, shows where everything is being sent to, we can just look for those um, uh, containers and sneak in. Provided, of course, that uh, nobody sees us. Could we Which... try and pretend we're here to check on the shipment for our ship? Because I... that's not a bad I idea. I can't imagine yes. there are many places doing. Supplies. Okay. Is there indeed a uh, a supply going back to the Regent's Pride? 
<laughs> Roll a luck check because this is something. Yeah, that... there can be if we buy one. I mean, or you could just go and buy one. Yeah, like there are supplies you need oh. to you need to buy, and you you could just use your captain's privilege to say like, let's get oh. them from here. Yeah, if we can get them to look in the thing, I could get Marjorie to go looking and see if she can see what's in Fair the ledger. Yes. Okay. Right, I won't bother rolling that then. Mm. I will just go and have a word with them. Okay, it's, See what they have to offer. It is easy <laughs> enough. The Take uh, Marjorie! Okay, yes. you come with your Marjorie on, Marjorie on, shoulder. on your shoulder. Like, a, like, a, like, like, it's less like having the parrot. The parrot. Uh, and a little... Like the region is less like the parrot. Yeah. And a little bit more... and you feel, But you feel a little bit more like a, like a statue. <laughs> and you're just worried that Marjorie's going to leave you a present at any moment. Oh, there's going to be crap all down my back mm. in a minute, isn't there? <laughs> hmm. I'm not sure if Marjorie's real enough. We're not. Does you know, Marjorie I've shit. never actually established whether Marjorie eats. Mm. That question comes before does she shit, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Necessarily, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. No, you literally manufacture. Okay, knowing how this works, knowing what she is there, as opposed to what she could be. Yeah, no, she doesn't eat. Um, she okay. is... Marjorie's almost... Functionally speaking, Marjorie's almost like a solid hologram wrapped around to... Not that Scamp knows this, a spirit. Mm. <laughs> okay. Because we didn't tell she, them on she, purpose. <laughs> yeah, Marjorie is not real below skin level. Wow. Right, okay. She's like a balloon filled with power. <laughs> okay. Power I love her. She's great. Mm. She is she is an adorable facsimile of life. <laughs> right. <laughs> horrifying. Horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. Honest, like honestly horrifying. Yeah. So Marjorie falls on your shoulder. Uh, and you you find the foreman. It is very easy. The foreman is the half walk uh, with uh is a grey-skinned half walk with actually looking a little bit um looking a little bit pinkish in the face uh from shouting mm. uh -huh. um and uh he uh, uh and he looks uh, uh, up as you enter uh he looks as if he's about to shout at you but you're dressed quite well uh like you know for, uh, you know you are obviously captain material so he, he kind of retracts the shout and uh <laughs> So sort of coughs, <clears throat> brushes himself down. Ah, hello, uh, welcome to uh, Potsdam uh, Shipping, uh, Captain uh, uh, Jorge's. Uh, uh, Captain Jorge's. I was wondering, actually, um, would there be uh, a any uh, ship's biscuits or other provisions that you'd be um, willing to make a, uh, a sale of today? Oh. Uh, Absolutely, uh, I'd, uh, I'd need to check the uh, ledger to see how many we got spare. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, uh, yes, is it, uh, unfortunately, with the, we're uh, doing some supplies for the naval ships that came in, so our stocks are a little bit lower than I might think. Uh, would you, I quite understand. Would you mind uh, waiting here? Not a problem. Uh, I meaningfully look at Marjorie when the time comes. <laughs> Marjorie nods her head. Marjorie has her orders. Yeah, he turns <laughs> and walks away. Okay, so Scam, you're going to roll for Marjorie. I would yes. like you to roll a stealth check for Marjorie. Oh, come on, load your book. 
I haven't reloaded my page in ages, oh. so it just needs to reload. Because, but I'll roll it and then find out what the modifier is. Yeah. Well, it's a ten plus something. That something may or may not be important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if that turns out to be a minus. No, I don't, I don't think, think it, it is. No, it's She's... a stealth. I think we used like twelve as the base. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Twelve is enough. A few people notice. Like, a few of the workers notice this pigeon, but they don't care because it's a pigeon. Um, <laughs> she hasn't got her land legs yet. Yeah. So she kind of flutters afterwards, and you see the uh, grey-skinned uh, half-orc head towards, like, a little like a little shack that's built into the side, uh, like a little foreman's office. He opens the door, uh, kind of leaves it ajar, and Marjorie flutters behind him. Uh, before he turns around and kind of perches on a high shelf. Marjorie peers down. You are within a hundred feet uh, if you wish to hijack Marjorie's senses. Yeah, I think I've been looking through Marjorie's eyes from the start. Yeah. So this will be... So I as imagine Mar I'm outside keeping an eye on no. Scamp because they can't see. Yeah, as uh, the pair of you just sort of standing together, you know, kind of keeping a lookout. Um... Scamp gets a few looks, you get a few looks, no more than you usually do. Uh, Scamp, give me give me a perception check. Can I use Marjorie's perception? Or is it my perception? It's. I'd let you use Marjorie's perception because you are using her eyes with your and she if she has better eyesight. Substantially. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, 16. Okay. You study as he kind of works through the, uh, through the, uh, through the ledger. He does turn to the right sort of area because you are looking for ship, uh, he's looking for ship's biscuits. Um, but he's not, he's not studying what's already being arranged. He is studying, uh, what the, what the current status of the stock is. But you do catch a glimpse uh, of a marking for the relentless uh, in the in the ship's biscuits and provisions, and a three symbol marking next to it of triangle, cross, cross. Triangle. Uh, you notice that uh, you kind of glance up as Marjorie, or Marjorie looks up, has been looking around, and there are there are crates with these sorts of markings on, and you are able to spot some of them. Uh, as the uh, as uh, the foreman stands back up, heads back out. Marjorie, uh, I'm going to ask you for I ask you for a second stealth check to escape yeah. this uh, situation. Now twelve, and again just manages to flutter out past the uh, 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 past the uh, uh, the foreman's head uh, as he's turning to lock, uh, to close in, uh, the door. Uh, flutters back onto uh, Corson's shoulder. Calls and strokes, sir. Comes back. Uh, yes, uh, we can manage a few uh, crates. Uh, well, that'd all be all we needed. Fantastic. He goes over the details with you, uh, and you purchase the necessary number of ship biscuits you need. This is all abstracted into your monthly maintenance, so it costs you no more or less than you're already paying. Perfect. I mean, we can also abstract that we let Vig know about this yeah, yeah, at some yeah, point, because that's the only other yeah. thing we'd need to do. Okay. Uh, he then can, goes back 
Uh, so while he's doing that, he then goes, uh, uh, signs that all off for you. Uh, and actually, uh, in order to sign that off for you, uh, he says, Okay, uh, do you mind if we uh, pop into the uh, little office and do some paperwork? Just need you to sign a couple of things. Not a problem. Okay. So he's going to take you and uh, presumably Marjorie with you yeah. uh, over to the office. So while that's so, Scamp, you are you have seen and heard all of this. Uh, do the pair of you want to do anything while this is happening? Oh, we got the marking. Should we have a look? See if we can. Well, I could get Marjorie to fly around and see if she can spot the boxes, so we know where they are. That'd be really helpful. Okay, if you, if you, Mar they've not yet entered yeah. the office, so if you want to tell Marjorie to just do that, that if you send, you send her a telepathic command, and with a sort of, she just flutters off your shoulder, cause and starts circling around. Oh. Looks like your bird's uh, kind of uh, got a mind of its own there. Oh, don't worry, she'll be back. Mm. Uh, it's a homing pigeon. Uh, France for a moment, shrugs, points you in. Marjorie is very easily, with a little bit of searching, able to find uh, the a set of uh, crates a little bit out of the way from the other crates. Uh, so essentially like in a little sort of alley of crates stacked up next to each other that's hidden from the rest of the uh, warehouse and not too far from the back door. Excellent. Those look like a good option. Okay. Any doors nearby? That we can sneak in through? It's uh, not too far from uh, the back door, or I'd say on the other side of the uh, of the uh, warehouse to where you are, but easy enough to get to. Okay. So, it's afternoon now. Those are going out at 11. So we wait till it's there dark? Must a, there must be a point, yeah, in the dark where we can slip in, mustn't okay. there? Corson, you finish up your paperwork. And the and the three of you, four of you, five of you, including <laughs> Jeffrey and Marjorie. Yeah, don't forget Jeffrey. To... He gets upset. In the in the meantime, is there any other information we can gather about this ship? I don't. I don't need oh. to tell us anything. Defenses, etc. Um, there is a little bit that we can abstract that Corson would have relayed to you if it mm. was relevant. Um, well, like we know that there's, uh, we know the compliment. We know that there would be um, a ship's mage, but also like a uh, a secondary ship's mage. Yeah, we know that a lot of them are we out until tomorrow morning, which is very helpful. Yeah. Very helpful. But the um, ship's mage is there. We know that there are magical traps, but we don't know what kind. We also know the basic layout of the interior. We're not doing badly. We actually. could do with a, get yeah. a way to get rid of the mage. I really could. I do have this other half of a bottle of Gnomish Brandy. I don't know if that's helpful. <laughs> it very well could be. <laughs> I mean, what's mm. the... I hate to come back to it, but if we if we hired one of those nice ladies from the brothel... Yeah, oh, okay. Well, whatever else. the person's taste is, we, we should do with finding that mm. out. Uh, and then send them. If we hired somebody, send them with a bottle of brand, half a bottle of gnomish brandy. That might do it, honestly. That's definitely a good idea, I think. Yeah, and that's not an abnormal night at work for somebody. So we're not really doing <laughs> nope. anything terrible. Okay. All right. 
you uh, I will say that I can just abstract this very easily. Uh, you head back to the uh, you head back to the massage parlor. Uh, I need to find out what this <laughs> what he likes. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> you head back, I guess. Then uh, just give me a quick investigation check again, because you head back to the members of the Relentless's crew with that you've been speaking to. Yeah, me? with advantage. You all three of you are working on this. Um, dirty twenty. Yeah, it is relatively easy to find out uh, that uh, Ballard is. Let's just roll this. Uh, Ballard likes both. Excellent. Did you just uh, roll for orientation? I just rolled for <laughs> orientation. <laughs> nice. People should do that more. Yeah. Um, okay, so who, whoever's... Yeah, whoever's and worse, whoever right? can be trusted. Well, that's easy enough then. Yes, that too. If we talk to the people at the massage parlour who are part of the, the gang, they'll know mm. who to send. I can imagine yes, they've done this sort of thing true. before. Oh, of course they have. Okay. You, uh, again, it is easy enough to do. You make your way back uh, to the massage uh, parlour. Uh, the massage uh, parlour, by the way, on the opposite side of the gilded fish is called the Gilded yeah. Lily. Wow. Well, um, maybe we should ask Felipe for recommendations. Do you what, want to? What kind of recommendations? <laughs> Well, for who to send, who can be trusted, who's... Right, you know. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but maybe... Asra. Maybe also recommendations. I mean, Asra is in charge, <laughs> isn't she? So, yeah. she's probably the person to ask. It's her place. That's true. Uh, true. Okay. You Yes, this is quite sensible. So, you, you head in, um, and you ask if you can... Uh, and you ask to find Asra. Uh, the receptionist, essentially, uh, T.L., the young, uh, the young man, says, Ah, uh, Azra is busy uh, at the moment, but if you're looking for someone reliable, we have done this before. I know exactly who I can recommend. Somebody you need to be someone trusted. Trusted? You need someone kept busy all night? Yes. Then you want stamina. Ideally. Uh, preferences? Um, either. Any. Any. Fair enough. Uh, then I might recommend... Hmm. Ah, Iqbal. He is known for his stamina and his discretion. Excellent. And uh, usually likes to bring a case with a few toys. Mm, we actually have some brandy that could be helpful to him if he wants to bring a drink ah absolutely you to, uh, uh, you off extends a hand to take the bottle a little libation makes the world go round and all that mm -hmm. is this uh, safe for Iqbal to drink or do you want this uh, in your target uh, it's no I mesh mean, brandy define safe it's no mesh he'll hallucinate hmm I will tell Iqbal to drink you at least likely. want to tell him that <laughs> Yeah. Ask to him what he does, but... His own discretion, should, should I think, is there. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's bloody strong. Get you twatted really quickly. I understand. Not a problem. No worries. Iqbal is very experienced and will certainly be able to keep your target uh, uh, target busy. Uh, who am I sending him to? 
was the name? Fucking name again, I've forgotten. Uh, <laughs> if you can't recall, roll, just roll a quick intelligence check. Uh, Ballard, there is that it? Yep. There we go. So I've got like yeah, I've got like four names, names written down yeah. all next yeah, to each other. Yeah, same. I was looking through one. mine. Going, uh, I wrote Lieutenant Ballard. and then yeah. stopped for some reason. Stopped. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Lieutenant. <laughs> of course. Lieutenant Ballard, uh, mage, the major second on a... Second mage. Yeah. On the yes. Relentless. That is taken down. Thank you. And uh, the fee will be uh, ten crowns. That's fine. Again, I can do that if you want, because I know that I've got more gold than both of you. Like, that's out of character. Okay. I don't say this in character. But... Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to find All my right. gold. Where is my that's gold fine. gone? I'll do it, don't worry. I'm doing so fine on gold. Iqbal the Distraction huh. will be... Iqbal the Distraction <laughs> will be sent... <laughs> that's, uh, that's a brilliant name. Yeah. <laughs> will be sent to uh, distract Ballard. Uh... Very well. Is there time you would like Iqbal to arrive at and leave by? Uh, we'll be going on at what, 11? If he's there by 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 10. You said all night, yeah? Until dawn? Yeah. Yeah, I think That'd that's good, probably yes, sensible. Please. Very well. I will instruct him accordingly. Hmm. Make sure he, is, he knows to get some rest now. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I don't think that's it, actually. Very good. Carries on with his paperwork. <laughs> well, that was very business-like. Yeah, good. Very efficient. Um, anything else we need to do? I think get ourselves inside the uh, prerequisite yeah. containers. Yeah, getting some crates. Well, when it's dark, <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah. And... Now that you have your plan, I think that is where we can pick up with the execution of the heist after heist, these. Heist, heist. No doubt. <laughs> heist, heist, heist. After these, no doubt important messages. Did I ever tell you about the time I liked, rated, and subscribed to Flintlocks and Fireballs? Well, it was almost as memorable as the time that I started supporting their Patreon. Because not only did you get a whole bunch of new, interesting bonus content, you also got some stories from me, all of which I can assure you are absolutely true. And welcome back. You busy yourself throughout the, for the rest of the day. Is there anything in particular you do? And just spend a bit of day around uh, Newmark. Yeah, go exploring. Yeah, yeah like how much that. time do we actually have? I'll say you probably, by the time you want to go smuggle yourselves away, you've got like four hours. Yeah. All right. Piss away four hours, really. Yeah, <laughs> I could probably use the time actually to get a deeper understanding of the um, uh, the layout of the city where its uh, landmarks are and where perhaps the governor's um, estate is. Okay, you take a look at that um, and are able to gather some information. Uh, I will talk about what you discover uh, about the city in general a little bit next time. Sure. Uh, you are able to learn that the governor's mansion is off the main island on one of the banks. Uh, which are a little bit more 
laid out. Uh, actually, on the opposite, on the banks of the opposite fork of the river to where the uh, Relentless is moored. Okay. Yeah. The nicer side, if you will. So, night comes, night falls, and you make your way to Polkston Shipping. There is a little bit of a lull. Uh, in the trade it's uh, a big order is currently uh, has sort of just been finished up and they're in a and they have a short lull uh, before it is time to bring in the uh, the next load of shipping specifically the shipping that will be due to go to the relentless so this presents an ample opportunity for you to slip inside. Can I have a stealth check from each of you, please? Okay. Fifteen. Ooh, uh, twenty-three. Uh, also fifteen. Okay. You, acqu- uh, you fifteen, twenty-three, fifteen. Easy enough. You make your way through. The night watch uh, isn't really a thing <laughs> that much. There's someone keeping an eye out, on, but they, they don't notice you slip in through the side door. Uh, it is relatively easy for you to carefully prise up the uh, edge of a crate with a crowbar and uh, slip inside. Then comes waiting. It's dull. The three of you are cramped inside for a little, uh, for what must be at least 40 minutes. I spy with my little eyes something beginning with S. Crate. No, that's not how it's spelled. No, S. Um. Side? It's fucking ship's biscuits, you twats. Come on. <laughs> I was trying to be less obvious. Arachne's bastarding tits. Fuck me, it's fucking ship's biscuits. There are ship's biscuits fucking everywhere. It's a whole thing. You hear the sound of <laughs> movement <laughs> from outside. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm doing yeah, these yeah, you're doing, you're doing this through your messages. Um, <laughs> with a little bit of um, a jolt, you realise the crate is being moved and a hand-pushed pallet uh, is it's kind of been li- it's lifted up onto a pallet with a few others, and you hear the sounds of people pushing uh, the wheel device as you begin a slightly a actually quite jolty and rickety uh, journey over cobbled streets towards the ship. Takes about five ten minutes. Uh, you are loaded uh, up. Actually, uh, initially onto the uh, onto the docks next to the Relentless, not straight up onto it. Uh, the, some of the crew will come down and, and take care of that at the same time uh, in a few moments. You're able to see this because, uh, in a mercy of poor con- uh, shipping container construction, well, they're just crates. There is actually a crack uh, down the... Uh, there's actually a crack in the wood. Because they're not worried about the ship's biscuits seeing out. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> These crates get reused a lot. This is probably, like, the tw- 
12th, 13th time this crate has been used. Mm. At some previous point, it received a little damage and it was never worth repairing it. Yeah. So you are able to actually keep peer out uh, and catch sight of a little bit of the ship. Uh, it's interesting. The way that it's been designed, the bottom parts of it, just over the water's edge, actually flare outwards a little, giving it a, a design which slightly is slightly reminiscent of like a boot or a slide. Um, but you are able to see it bristle with uh, its three decks worth of, well, its two decks and the top worth of guns. Oh boy. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm horrified. <laughs> <laughs> you wait. Doesn't feel sensible, does it? You keep waiting. No. The sun has set. And... After a little while, a light rain begins to pick up, just battering on the, on uh. the crate. Uh, it's dripping in horribly. So it is actually dripping zone. in. Um, it's a lot of the ship's biscuits uh, had had before you got a few, uh, uh, like before you took a few out and stashed them to make room, uh, had sacking over them. To uh, in in order to prevent you f- them the, them from getting wet, not so now. These ship's biscuits are just getting damp and soggy. It's quite unpleasant. Oh, limp biscuits! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. oh, it's late. We've had oh. alcohol, <laughs> and, we all, and we all grew up to some degree in the nineties. Yep. <laughs> Oh, my teenage self is sighing inwardly. <laughs> so, the... I hate myself. Please continue. <laughs> Go away and As think an about action, what you've I hate done. Myself. Yes. <laughs> Eventually, uh, crew members. Uh, uh, actually, hmm. everyone, give me a perception check if you're kind of peering out and keeping around yep. things. Yes. Ooh, that's good. Actually, twenty-four. Ooh, eighteen. That is good for me. For once, 14. Not so good. Roll this. Scamp, uh, just about, and Celestia. You notice someone. uh, You hear the sound of gentle splishing in the water. (laughs) And you notice someone uh, climb up from uh, emerge from the water and start climbing up uh, the edge of the ship. It's the sex worker. I'm really impressed. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> it does not is appear. Is it a mermaid? It does not appear. Extremely dedicated uh, sex to be, worker. <laughs> it does not appear to be Iqbal, the distracting jiggler. Um, Iqbal has probably already gone in his uh, through a more convenient route. Would assume. <laughs> uh, instead, you see uh, what appears to be a machine. Uh, with bone white skin, pale white black, uh, pale white feathers with black tips for hair, um, and dressed in cotton and leather clothing. There's still a bit of dirt ingrained into them, despite being wet. That mm. uh, speaks of them as being a traveller, someone who's journeyed a fair while. Um, but they are clearly sk- uh, quite skilled. Uh, And you notice that they are carrying with them on their back uh, what 
Gamp, because of your past, you oh. would recognize, uh, Corzin would recognize this if he could see it, uh, as essentially a waxed, waterproofed uh, leather container. Kind of like a tube that has been waxed and sealed to prevent water getting into it on a strap across this figure's chest. Ooh. Well, it's actually across their back, but the strap's across their chest. They clamber silently, stealthily, up the side uh, of the ship using the uh, using the timbers to give them uh, some footing. As they reach the top, you see them scan, and seeing an opportunity, they slip silently over and out of your sight. Caldeus, the, the like the urge to message. Them is so <laughs> I want to message them so badly. <laughs> what you doing? Them. <laughs> hey, you breaking in too? That's what we're doing. You want to be friends? <laughs> Time passes. I just, oh, this feels like someone else is going to get in the way here. It does. Or someone else has got a plot that we're getting in the way of. Oh. After a few minutes, uh, you... Do you tell Gorson about this? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Do you see where they went? <laughs> that way. <laughs> Vaguely pointing towards the ship. Uh. You see, that way over an audio medium is actually what you get in real life, which yeah. is why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not in, at all the player forgetting which way they went almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed to cover it. Hmm. Is it, like, in the vague direction of where we want to go? <laughs> Almost exactly where you want to go. But you ah. do start going there. Because our crew members come out and begin lifting you up. Uh, a group st uh, loads you on, uh, ties some ropes around you, puts you on, uh, and uh, starts lifting you up uh, along with several other crates, one at a time, onto the ship, preparing to take you down into the hold. And it's just about the point that you get up onto the top deck that you hear from below a dull, uh, a sort of dull sound. Oh, that wasn't dull. That, that was loud. That was a lot Very louder loud. than I intended. Was it louder than it actually was? Or is it just that loud? Uh, it's pretty loud. I would say that with a little bit more volume control, it was actually about that loud. Okay. From down below. Is somebody breaking in and doing a worse job uh, than we are? You do hear what is definitely the sound of an explosion from below. Followed, in fact, as Handy gestured there, by a second one a few moments later. Right. I mean, define worse job. Because they're, they're <laughs> way mean, ahead of us. Yeah, we're in crates of ship's biscuits and they're already... <laughs> they're more likely to get caught, but oh... This yeah, is you, the, your crate is immediately dropped... Ow! I don't jostling. say out loud. Yeah, you think. <laughs> I thought we all message ow to each other. Um, and like, you... the, look, the urge to just go, thank you, when they put down the crates. <laughs> <laughs> just so I'll many dumb you. things. <laughs> you... Pick me back up. <laughs> Call me! You hear... Uh, you hear the sounds of struggling from below. Uh, no immediate gunshots, but you can hear just a few muffled thuds uh, before 
through the thin sliver, you can only kind of catch the edge of the scene, you see a group of four um, marines in the na in navy blue uniforms drag up the uh, machine, uh, kind of holding holding him captive. You can see that the waterproofed casing has been opened. Uh, oh. And it now that you can see this quite clearly, causing well, sort of clearly in this section, the moment they pass through, it is about the right size and shape to carry several grenades. Right. Okay. Um, at this point, the uh, you can just make out someone emerge uh, from the actually from the. Well, I suppose this would be the aft castle, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the capt uh, the commodore's uh, quarters. Uh, it's not the Commodore. It's not. It is not, however, Commodore Unibrow. Instead, there is a harassed-looking uh, female orc uh, with blonde hair tied back in a ponytail and a perfectly uh, two-code blue uh, navy blue and red uniform. Uh, who holds that? What in the name of the Regent is going on here? First, uh, Mum. They captured this uh, uh, this one trying to get down uh, uh, down to the secure hold. The, wo uh, the woman who, judging from the uniform and the epaulets, uh, uh, causing you would estimate to be the previously mentioned first officer Messerine, uh, right. gives a sort of narrows her eyes at the Ashin. What were you here for? Yashin sort of looks up. He looks as if he's probably was beaten into submission in a quick fight, in a fight downstairs, um, but doesn't say anything. Why are you here? He says nothing. She nods to one of the soldiers who takes off his uh, musket and just sort of clubs uh, and clubs him in the, in the jaw with the butt of it. Why are you here? The Achin spits. What was he doing? Uh, Mum, he... As I said, he made his way down into the uh, secure room. Blew the door open with a grenade. She narrows her eyes again. What about the delivery? Ah, oh, I've checked on it. The delivery is fine. Uh, he did damage uh, Monsieur. Uh, he did damage Herr Belloc's case. However, uh, was anything inside damaged? You know, it will be an absolute disaster if you have to explain this to Herr Belloc. No, uh, I think everything was intact. Uh, I had to take it out. I put it on the shelves. Fine. Are you going to? She glares again at the Achim. Are you going to tell us anything? The Achim spits again and says in quite broken Jovish you you stole him what you stole he will punish he will punish you punish you they're not getting anything from this one are they no <sighs> Fine. Take him to the. You, 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 you. She gestures the four. I suppose we should do this by the book. Take him 
to the magistrate, get him through a quick trial and have him executed in the morning once it's all dealt with. Yes, ma'am. They drank the Achim uh, off the ship. But what are you all standing about for? Get on with your work. She storms back into the Commodore's quarters. And after a short delay, you are once again picked up and conveyed down the ramp into the hold. Uh, this complicates things a little. Yeah, although... Mm, if we can just get past the, uh, the security now, maybe there's a little bit less to worry about in terms of the actual thing itself. Hmm. Yeah, and what what was that person here for? Were they here for what we're after be... or the other thing that's down there? I know saying but... he. I've never heard anyone use a pronoun for a what's it called? A a repeater? Necromantic repeater? Yeah, it's uh, just a piece yeah, of equipment, isn't it? That's the equipment. Although he seemed to refer to the achievement. Oh, sorry. No, no. Said I you think. Stole sorry, him. I'm thinking about the he. About the. Uh, yeah. I was thinking about what the captain said. You stole Robbers. him. Yes. He will punish you. Is what I was referring to. Yeah. Yeah. No. You've never heard a piece of military equipment referred to with, with a pronoun. A yeah. pronoun. So I mean, some, sometimes people who really. Else down there. So he is something else. Yeah. I mean, an artifact. I say that you had, you did know some drow who referred to their bows like that. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty strand of the yeah. drow, definitely. Um, like I mean, was... is he something that's going to want to get out? It could be like a religious artifact or something like that. I'm just thinking about lapsang, but that might be a bit simple. Yeah. You hear the um, the crew members who are carrying you down. What do you think that was about? I don't know. I've heard they've got some. Uh, so, well, you know there's uh, you know the uh, you know some of them talk when they're drunk. Yeah. Well, they've got that big delivery. I heard it's for the eleventh. What? The Reclamation Corps? Yeah. Oh. Maybe it's something to do with that? I don't know. Wait, did you hear that? What? No. <laughs> I don't say out loud. <laughs> I could have sworn I just heard. Never mind. Come on. They bring, they set you down. You appear to be through this thin sliver you can see. Uh, in a recessed section of the hold right at the bottom of the ship. After a few uh, moments, the, you hear the crew start to uh, depart. They are continuing to move down crates, however, uh, and do so for another two minutes until all of the ship's biscuits are stored. Mm. However, eventually you find yourself left in relative quiet... You can still hear the sounds of people moving up, 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 up on the decks above. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. If anyone wants to. Ten. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Natural twenty. Ooh. Okay. Uh, cause it. You can hear the sounds of people moving up above, uh, on the decks above. 
you can also hear that there are people close enough you'd reckon because of how the sound is traveling that they're probably on this deck uh, a little ahead Pro maybe within within 40 50 feet of you hard to tell exact distances a couple of them are engaged in a in a conversation uh, doesn't seem to be about anything particularly interesting. You hear them calling. No. What? There is no way that was five sixes. Read the dice and weep. I have five sixes. Bullshit. <laughs> However, from the sounds of creaking and breathing, you estimate there to be as many as five people, rather than just the two who were talking. Hmm. Um, I have a thought if we get caught somewhere we shouldn't be. If this is potentially a damaged magical item, could you claim, well, probably Celestia claim to be a magical expert, just checking up on it and, you know, double up on that with a charm spell? Not a bad shout, actually. Also, to get rid of this lot, uh, shouted order from above. Yeah, sounds about right. Simplest. As in an illusion. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if the, unless there's... What are the chances of us getting past this lot without being seen, do you think? Uh, um, I have zero well. faith in that. <laughs> um, I'd feel a lot better if they were distracted. Fair enough. Should I give it a go? Yeah. yeah. What, what's the deck above called, causing? Uh, above here would be the um, the first gun deck. Uh, is there like a flight of stairs that we came down to get here? Uh, yes, there is a ramp that goes from the top deck down both gun decks and into the hold. Uh, the ramp has hatches that can be closed along the way. Uh, mm -hmm. The hatches are currently closed too, but can you actually know that? Would you? No, you wouldn't close them. The, the hatch at the top is closed, but the hatches in between are not. So people can. So it's easy to traverse between decks. Okay. By this, this Just carpet. from like. You've not. You're not actually right next to the ramp, though. You've been moved a little bit away and, and stored with the rest of the ship's biscuits. Okay. <laughs> the implication ship's being, we are ship's biscuits. We are. To their yeah. knowledge. <laughs> We're posing as ship's biscuits. We're in character. Yeah. Hmm. Um. We're in characters with our characters, and our characters are in character of ship's biscuits. Whoa, <laughs> characterception. Oh. Um, whoa. Um, I'll just scratch myself up on the brink, <laughs> From, like, you know, halfway up one of them, the top of one of them. A, a call that could plausibly come from one of them to the next deck up. Okay. Each deck is around... F for the purposes of simplicity... I will say that the decks are about 10 foot tall. Okay. So from here to from where we are. the top deck is one, two, three decks. 30 feet. Mm -hmm, but 35. I just want to make a call that comes plausibly from the deck above. From yeah, where yeah. I am, I want to know how far that is because spells. Oh, right. To make it sound like it's coming from there. Yeah, no, no. You are within 30. Uh, you're round. You. 
you watched when you went down. You saw yourself go around the corner. I'll say you're like within about 30 feet-ish of the ramp. Amazing. <laughs> going to do a minor illusion. Okay. Just give me a performance check. And what do you call? Just to like, sailors in the hold. All hands. What was the deck called? I can't remember. To the first gun deck. All first hands to deck. the first gun deck. Okay. Um, performance check? Yeah, performance. Uh, 28. <laughs> nice. Okay. There's a brief pause when you... Cheers, that? Yeah, uh, they best get upstairs. Okay, pack up the... Pack up the dice. Let's go up, see what they want. What was that? What? Did you just say something? No? I could have sworn that... What was that? I saw it. You saw it too, didn't you? It just, it just went upstairs. Okay, come with me, come with me. You hear the sounds of about six people going up the stairs. Oh dear. Something well, creepy here, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. The order was me, nothing else was. Let's just get out quick. It's bodies, isn't it? Someone's moving around who shouldn't be. Yep. That's what the the delivery is, isn't Ooh, it? Ooh, hate it. <sighs> well, I suppose it makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. If you're going to have um, uh, repeaters, it might as well have the things that uh, you use them with. Yep. But who have they got that they shouldn't? Okay. Someone. Well, I, I did actually know this is Sanctum. I wouldn't have picked it up. No, you I wouldn't. picked up Undead earlier. Mm. Anyway, come on. Okay. Oh, quick. You push up the already loosened crate top, and the three of you pop up. You can now see that you are <laughs> like little mirrors. Uh, you can now see that you are tucked away on one corner of the uh, of the hold. You would say you've been stored in the fore section, uh, so you are you are near the front of the ship. Uh, you are surrounded by various uh, crates of ship's biscuits, many of them uh, stacked up on top of each other, uh, and there you can see the ramp that goes up, and there is a sort of like. Because there's almost like a wall uh, of, uh, well, crates that have been stacked up in the way. And you are able to use those for, uh, for cover as you peer around. At the far end, you can see there is uh, a section of hold which has been uh, warded off with... Uh, well, essentially just timber walls, but you can see that the timber walls have been reinforced with cross bars of iron. And there is uh, an iron sort of grill door. No, not, uh, what's the word? Uh, iron barred door mm. uh, onto it. This door is looking slightly mangled because someone uh, recently blew the lock open. Oh. Uh, however, you can see... The... I should have cast Detect Magic. Oh, Aww. well. <laughs> that would have been good. We had so long <laughs> had so, so much time yeah. the great. Um, you can see <laughs> that there is a... Uh, because there are always the most guards immediately after somewhere gets <laughs> broken into. Yeah. Uh, there are eight marines uh, in front of the... Uh, in front of this secure hold section. They have their they have their weapons readied, uh, like you know, in sort of parade not parade stance, but like you know, resting on a shoulder. Uh, 
just keeping an eye out, looking around, eyes twitching side to side. Hmm. Everyone roll me a stealth check, I realise. Um, is the door open or is it locked? The door is kind of like, it's been shut too, but the lock is clearly shattered. Nine. Eleven. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't 16. make noise, though. Yeah, you don't. And disadvantage to see me. Yeah. But they do, but there are multiple of them, and that gives them advantage to their check, which is a passive choke. So there's a brief moment where you kind of catch sight of them, and then one of them goes, but they lower their, they, they, they don't lower their gun, but they kind of pull it to a little bit. Who goes there? I have a really dumb instinct, so I'm just going to do it. Yep. Do it. <laughs> oh, kind of likewise. <laughs> I cast a major image, mm-hmm. and I make a really old, mangled-looking cat jump out of one of the crates. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another performance check. <laughs> and just like generally bump into things and make a fuckload of noise. Be really natural fucking 20 piece of yes. hair, which is a 33. <laughs> now, here's the thing he rolled a natural 20 on his insight. What's his insight skill? It's not 33 on a natural 20. It's not 13, <laughs> is it? <laughs> um, it's not 13. So, th- so there is just this moment where you see the cat goes, like, and goes past, and he's like, narrows his eyes. First, that, do you recognise that cat? No, it's just the cat. <laughs> Maybe we should. Where does the cat seem to go to? Um, it's like where we aren't. Okay, so up towards the ramp. No yeah. Ramp, so he goes. Start scrabbling at some boxes that might have food in them. Gestures to the others, to another one. Come with me. We need, we need to look at this. It's just the cat. Come on, Hans. Okay. You step forwards. Investigate round where the cat is. <laughs> they follow round behind some crates where, where you leave the cat. Yeah. Uh, how many have, how many have gone to the cat? So two have gone to the cat. There are now six left around, but they're just like they they don't seem to believe that anything is up. The two suspicious ones have gone. What do we do now? <laughs> What's um, up? Do, do we want to risk a big old charming and see if that helps? Uh, ooh, we could. If worse comes to the worst, I've got silence ready. I can do that song that makes everyone charmed. How long does that take? A minute. Like ages. They're not. They're not gonna let you sing for a minute. Really not. Um. Oh fuck. What else can we do? About how long do you spend trying to work this out? Literally, like, give me a second. To no, no, no the, but, but I just like, you know, is this all happening over the course of a few seconds of, ramp, of rapid thinking? Or are so. you, Or are yeah. you taking, yeah. like, 10, 12 seconds to work this out? Um, okay, you can actually charm. If, how many people can uh, you get with a charm person? I can do quite a few if I... I uh, can do six. Level. Up I mean, to six. I, I could also do six. I mean, do you, do you want to do it? Three each. Three each. Try. Yeah, because then at least if one of them fails. If I have the fails, opportunity, try three each. 
We do still have those two over at the cat who we're going to have to account for at some point because they're not that far away, are they? Yeah, um, let's give it a second and just check. Okay, you wait. No one's coming. How just like 10 seconds. Like 10 seconds just to yeah. see what's happening. Wait for 10 seconds. No sign of them. Okay, um. Where did you, you just said the, kind of set the cat around the corner and made it disappear, didn't you? I, I think we'd go for it, really, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Act confident. <laughs> uh, magical expert play? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds sensible. Okay. Ooh, what's the person called? Uh, Ballard. There we go. Cool. Yep. <laughs> With that natural 20 uh, from your listening check earlier, I will say, causing that you can hear the vague sounds of moaning from somewhere up towards the rear of the ship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ballard is suitably think... distracted. Iqbal is uh, doing their job amor- uh, amorously. Well, both amicably <laughs> and amor- amorously. <laughs> Admirably right. as well, I would, I would imagine. <laughs> who's the um, Who's the woman who's in the captain's quarters? We had a name for her. Uh, you got. Uh, you did overhear a name from um, from uh, not Captain Crunch. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> uh, from Crumpet. Um, <laughs> First officer Messerine. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's been about twenty seconds since the cat. We're gonna okay. get out from behind the crates. Okay. We'll I mean, see. not not Let's like act just confidently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you straight and cast, up. Cast charm person, person as soon as we're within thirty yeah. feet. <laughs> yeah. You step out and just sort of gesture. Your eyes flash for a moment, and I will roll six saves, six wisdom saves. Let me know if anyone looks like they're close. Like yeah. I can bend fate on this. Okay. Uh, what are your uh, seventeen? Seventeen and seventeen uh, as well. I think I think it would be the same, wouldn't it? We have I the think, same yeah, it's charisma. the same. Yeah. We are equal, equally charismatic. Mm. Okay. No, these no these no folks aren't. Okay, no, uh, no one gets above a sixteen. Yes. So you do see all of them sort of blink for a moment, and one of them smiles. Oh. Uh, hello, Zoe. Uh, who are you? Hello. Um, we've been sent down. Um, Mazarine, she was a bit worried about some of the stuff in there, and um, I think Ballard's indisposed. No. I give him like a look at each other and he said, "Well, oh, I did hear something about that." So, um, we're friends of hers. We're in the area. I'm an expert on these sorts of magical things. She wanted me to check everything was still intact. Then you look at each other and shrug. Oh, seems fine. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I wanted a bit of space. Um, I'm going to be doing some spells in here. I don't want to accidentally hurt anyone. Fairly, that seems reasonable. Two of them look. Where did Hans go? I don't know. Here, Charles, come with me. Let's go look for him. They go off in direction oh, after no. where the cat went. They're going to start disappearing. I can feel it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. As soon as the two them. went, I was like, oh, God, something bad's happening. <laughs> Something else is down here. Let's just carry on. <laughs> Let's carry on as I though think, there isn't. I think I've thought less of it in character than I have out of character because this character doesn't know narratives. Um, yep. So, I mean, she does. Scandal like, She paranoid, won't know if she's in one. <laughs> Let's not think right now. Let's just carry on. Yep. Of course, and we'll give it a three count after that second uh, pair of people have gone and uh, come out and join you. Oh, I assumed you were just here as our little... Yeah, there's a moment where, where they see you. They're not charmed by you and they go, Fed, who are you? Oh, he's with oh us, I'm guys. with them. Don't worry. Oh, right. 
They're Good to have fast. someone on the defensive, you know, just in case anything gets weird. No, absolutely. Yeah. They lead you, uh, the pair of you, uh, uh, well, the three of you, go pop inside. The I do have major space. As soon as I'm sort of out of the way of them. Good idea. Well yep. done. You slip through. Um, they get they they give you a bit of space. They all move about fifteen feet away from the entrance, mm. um, but they don't completely leave their post. Yeah. Yet, the surviving uh, sorry uh, not the surviving. Members. You are the worst. <laughs> uh, the uh, secure chamber uh, is well named. It has a thick, so, quite thick uh, timber walls, uh, but with, again, the iron reinforcements on them. Inside, however, uh, the secure cargo uh, hold is, well, it, it very, it, to all extents, resembles a cupboard, uh, not like a storeroom or an archive. There are shelves set on the walls. Uh, mm. There are some crates uh, stacked around, and you notice uh, at the far end there is uh, a metal safe. With a key, uh, with a keyhole in it, underneath the metal case and off to the side, you can see what appears to be a travel case, uh, which is blackened and burned, and part of it blasted open. Wow! Uh, from the shattered parts of it, you can see it was made of a mixture of l of leather, wood, and some sort of silvery metal, uh, a dull silvery metal coating the interior, kind of like a greyish silver. Mm. Oh, this doesn't look good, does it? No. Mm. You can see that there are a few items that most of the items on the shelves um, are. Well, the most of the items in the shelves are uh, various uh, various uh, containers of alcohol, uh, or a couple of uh, more, or certain, uh, or or in fact, um, where would they put these? No, the explosives will be up in the up in the powder room. Uh, basically, uh, various types of alcohol, and also uh, at least one very nice filigreed parade saber. Uh, but you do notice a few other uh, curious objects as well, which don't seem to match up to the aesthetic of the rest. You can see on the shelves around, there is a black rock carved with curious wavy writing, an idol. Of three coloured glass discs held in place by perfectly shaped wood, a beautiful wooden staff carved in the shape of a snake, a golden drinking bowl studded with pink spinels, an ordinary wooden cup, a toad in a little wooden cage, an ancient bronze helmet with green tourmaline inlay sculpted partly with wing designs, a fire drill made of bone carved in the same wavy writing, and a, jade, and a jade amulet carved in what appears in a somewhat runic script that, Scamp, you recognise as the same type as was on the teleport platform in Destin Superline's basement. Ugh. Can I have a look around to see if any of this stuff is trapped? Sure. Make an investigation check. Can I can give I him inspiration, please? Sorry? Can I give him inspiration, please? You can. How do you inspire um, them? I'm, I'm going to tides this as well. Okay. Just give him a wink. Little flash of rainbow. So we're being stealthy. Okay, I am going to use the inspiration just in case. Okay. Um, is it a D8 these days? 
Uh, what is it for you these days? You want a D12 yet? Um, it's a D8. 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 Sorry, I was <laughs> looking. Twenty-six. Nice. Ooh. Twenty-six. Okay, you study this room carefully and quickly. Uh, you find two traps that you can identify. One, which has been utterly shattered by the bomb, uh, was on the travel uh, on the wood, leather, and and metal travel case. Mm. Uh, it is no longer functional, but you can tell that it uh, would have caused a blade to uh, to slice out at whoever tried to uh, uh, whoever tried to uh, pick the locks on it. Mm. The other studying you can see is uh, there's very carefully laid into the uh, safe uh, a. Thin etching of what looks to you like a spell glyph designed to go off under the right conditions. Mm -hmm. Conditions being someone trying to open it? Uh, presumably someone trying to open it in the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Do I think I'd be able to disable it at all? Or is this. It's. You have the arcane knowledge to trip to make a shot at it. This would actually be an arcana check rather than thieves' tools. Mm. Uh, you think you can you could disable key parts of it to dis to discharge it safely, essentially to sabotage its triggering mechanism. But if you got it wrong, it might trigger instead. Hmm. Uh. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. Do we know which bit of this we're trying to get into? Is it obvious or? Uh, well, it's the it's the case, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So the the they case... did say they took the stuff out of the case, didn't they? Uh, they took the stuff yeah. out of the Bill. out of Monsieur uh, out of the Herr Belloc's case. Oh. Uh, but oh. you you know exactly what the uh, what the box that will contain the um res uh, the, the the necromantic repeaters will look like. You've seen it's got the yes, it's got the it's got the snake and eagle headed uh, right. crest on it. Yeah, uh, none so... of the items in here do. Okay. Okay. So we need to get into that safe. We do. Hmm. Check its contents is intact. Yes. Um. I can try and open it. Causing do you want to pop a silence up? Cool. As you go to do that, you look back. There are two guards near the entrance now. Two more guards have gone. What? Okay, could you keep an eye... Maybe not a silence then? Because we might... Something might be happening back there. I feel weird uh, about this whole thing. I'll Can keep an keep eye out. It, it, like, okay, right. A I little bit of inspiration would might be nice. <laughs> I can put down a silence, um, so that it, uh, it covers us, but not them, and I can keep uh, a watch out the door if you guys can. Yeah, but if you cover us, then we don't hear what's going on, and I can't cast. Hmm. All right. I'll Please. just keep an eye out then. Yeah. Please. Uh, oh, I'm really prompt, unnerved. <laughs> I boots scamp on the nose. You, you are the best at disabling traps ever in the whole world will be absolutely fine. You get inspiration. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and disable this. Okay. Um, I'm going to use the inspiration because I don't trust that this isn't yep. crazy high. Mm. Uh, Go for it. So that is a 25. Nice. It is crazy high and you did need that. 
Good. Oh, wow. The inspiration DC gave me one. <laughs> this, um, I got one from the inspiration. I, I think love when the inspiration makes a difference. That makes me yeah. really happy. Yeah. There's I am moment, shaking. Something kind of, has really unnerved me. Thank yeah, you. You're, you're shaking. Your hands are moving as you've kind of got like the little, the little thieves tools knife you're going to use to Rainbow break it. Rainbow spirit swoops over and steadies your hands. And steadies, and you just manage to break, make the break in time, and you can feel, you see the symbol which was just etched in uh, finely into the steel light up and then fade. The spell has been safely discharged. Jeffrey, could you pack no. some of these items into a bag? I think we're going to need to look at the rest of this stuff too. Yeah. Okay. So Sounds weird. You, do you want to try? Uh, now it's just the lock. Yeah. Um, I will try and unlock it while Jeffrey packs a bag. Okay. Jeffrey goes to start packing a bag. <laughs> can I help uh, with packing a bag? What? Uh, you can. What two items do you want to grab first? Um. The one that was the that looked like the teleport circle was the one that I particularly. Okay. So was Jeffrey goes in. to get the jade amulet. Um. What else? There were so many things. So black rock with writing, idol of three coloured discs, staff in the shape of a snake, golden drinking bell ball, golden drinking bowl, uh, wooden cup, toad in a cage, bronze helmet, uh, 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 fired and fire drill. What is a fire drill? Uh, it is essentially, it's literally like, you know when you, you do the thing where you rub two, where you, in theory, it, oh, it moves, yeah. you rub two sticks together? It's a stick with a wire around it so that you pull the rope, so with string around it, so you pull it left to right. Uh, and oh, and it, causes it makes it to, a little, Yeah, it makes uh, it to spin quickly. With, so you can, with fire. Yeah, tinder. Yeah. <laughs> I want to grab the wooden cup. You get the wooden Because that's definitely the Holy Grail. Yes. If Indiana Jones has taught us anything. <laughs> yeah. Found the Grail. Sorted. The... <laughs> you chose... And then, I mean, if, if you're wanting two, I would then pick okay. the... Um... You... No, no, no. It's each of you grab oh, one. Right, okay, cool. So you pick what up the wooden cup. What are the guards cup. doing, if anything? <laughs> you look round. They're doing nothing because there aren't okay. any. Uh... And as, you, as the pair of you pick them up, I would like everyone to roll me a wisdom save please something terrible is happening okay 18 oh, hun. um i've been rolling too well something's about 14. to go wrong uh, it's bad guys um nine nine okay can i add a d4 to that you can. Can I see? I just. I also, like you see, you see Celestia's okay. sort of eyes it's a open one. as you all look and see the complete lack of any guards. It adds one. It um, makes it a so ten. Yeah, can, I don't think that's going to make a difference. Okay. What was it? <sighs> just add one. Uh, ten. No, probably okay. not. So there are no guards. There are no guards at. All. You can't hear anything from the ship. What the? It's just. Is that everyone? Silence. Can we hear each other? You can hear each other. It's not. It's not the silence of a silence spell. You can still hear the creaking of the ship's timbers, the sound, of, the, dis, the the muffled sound of water mm. against. I'm going to try and get this safe open quickly. It's okay. too quiet. This isn't right. Can I get the safe open in this? You can. Roll me a thieves tools check. 
I rolled I... the dice into a place I couldn't see, and I have two identical dice, and I don't know which one I've rolled. So I'm going to roll again. <sighs> I want to have. A, is there a crack in the That's door? A That's through? a one. That's oh, a one. There's the one I've open, been waiting for. It, it is. Uh, the door is open, and it is a. Um, it is an uh, iron bars. I rolled a one. You rolled a one. Oh no. Okay, as you're trying to get it open, the. Uh, it is a classic, um, but sometimes I go with it. Uh, the pick that you're using breaks off and jams into the hole, making making it very difficult to uh, to to unlock this in the usual manner. Um, but something happens. You hear a click come from the from the door and suddenly the door (laughs) slams shut and steel wires come right out of it uh, out of the uh, out of the edge of the wall and bind shut the broken lock trapping you in the room this is not great is it No. no no it's not okay okay this is this is an illusion of some kind, isn't it? It can't be that the whole ship has gone quiet. This is some sort of setup. It's gotta be. Ships don't All go right. quiet that fast, not if, not even if something happens. No. Okay, okay. Um, I can't get this open. I don't know anything about helping. I'm sorry. Uh, um. You look over back at the. You look around in a moment of frenzy. The jade amulet is back on the shelf. So is the wooden cup. Uh, oh, this is all going to be an illusion then. They're still in your hands, though. Geoffrey still has the talisman. You still have the wooden cup. We can't trust anything, can we? No. Okay, okay, um... Oh, I don't like this. I want the spirit to help you out again. I think it's worth it. I don't know. You hear the sounds... You hear sound suddenly break back into existence as with a crash uh, and a clash from above you can hear the sounds of battle breaking out in the all around you all above as the uh, 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 up above as these um uh, as these as it seems like all of the crew immediately just start turning on each other Okay. Mad. Something um, the in this room is snakes yeah. out and wraps around Scamp's shoulders. Inspiration again. You just okay. feel a moment of calm. Oh. Okay. Something in this room is important and shouldn't be here. We should take everything and we should take it back to the people it belongs to. We should. That person was here for something and they should get it back. That person was here for someone. Someone. Said but he. It could be someone. Yeah, but sometimes people are tied to objects, like like friend. True. That's the point. I'm gonna try and get this door open. If you okay. could just get everything together. Yeah, I right, think okay. I think we're just gonna start collecting stuff. 
Okay. Yeah. How do you want to try and get the door open? Oh, so you'll start. Uh, you'll start grabbing items. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Putting them in bags. Okay. I, I would assume we came with. Space I'm going to do bags. this round by round then. Ooh. So everybody, tell me so, uh, an item you grab. So your options are black rock, three disc idol, st- snake staff, drinking bowl, again the wooden cup, uh, toad in a cage, bronze helmet, fire drill, bone fire drill, and again jade amulet. Uh, fire drill. Uh, Jeffrey's going to take the staff. <laughs> Jeffrey takes the staff. It's it's a full size staff. Jeffrey is dragging yep. this thing. Yeah. He's put the little amulet around his neck and it's just pulling it after him now. Um, I'm going to try and get the safe open again if I can because we I just I okay, don't want to have to come back dis- here with disadvantage. Yeah. Because you because it's jammed. Yeah. It's <laughs> so much better than it was before. Um. I'm gonna use the inspiration, sod it, just in yeah. case. Um, 21. Okay, with a click and a tink as your little broken piece comes back out, uh, you manage oh, to get you are, you the safe open. Um, and as you, pu- uh, as you pull open the safe, a blast of flame surges out uh, it's you're the only one in front of it uh, Scamp yeah. so you uh, I would like you to make a deck save please uh, oh bloody hell 19 19 yes. okay so stressed is anyone else stressed I'm so stressed my hands are shaking I'm so stressed uh, you take a total of, um, dun, 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 dun. Really? One, two, three. Yeah, four, five, six. Okay, uh, you take a total of 27 fire damage. Okay, uh, is that before or after resistance? Straight. Uh, it's strange, actually. The fire is hot enough that it seems to cut through your resistance. Ooh, right, oh, so wow. it's not not fire fire, it's something else. Or it's psychic, because <laughs> everything's terrible. Everything could be uh, However, as the, uh, as the flames pass and you feel yourself scarred and burning, you can see within there is uh, the small box that you sought. Uh, it's about about the size of a shoebox, and it is marked with the double-headed eagle-slash-snake uh, crest. Mm-hmm. I would like to check the box for any inconsistencies that would make it an illusion. Um, a little bit like the blades of grass that stopped in the rock and like... Make an investigation check. Is, is that check. allowed? Yes, is you that, can. Make yeah. an investigation check. Um, 21. Actually. 21. Quickly study the box. To the best of you, of you can t- that you can tell, this appears to be real. I think it's real. Okay, I'll it grab is, it. Yep, it is not locked. Uh, it has a simple latch on it. I'm just going to take the box for now. Okay, you take the entire box. So add that to your inventory. Uh, you look Have around. Uh, sorry? How big is it? It's shoebox sized. So you, okay, not ridiculous. You can kind of like shove it into a satchel. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, you turn around uh, and see now 
outside there are um, there are, there are what appear to uh, you can actually see the same soldiers as before. Um, they co- they've come back and there is something wrong about them. All of them are, have wounds, stab wounds in their chests, slashes across their faces and throats. But none of those wounds are bleeding anymore. Blood has poured out and soaked into the navy uniforms. They turn and silently raise theirs, uh, raise their muskets to fire at you. I would like everyone to roll initiative, please. Oh. Fifteen. Fourteen. Oh, ten. Okay. Fifteen, fourteen, ten. And Celestia. Okay, so. The, for context, this area of the ship, so the whole ship, uh, end to end, is around 60, just in terms of the of the hold that you can get to before you run out of hold, is about 60 feet in length. We're about 30 feet up to the deck. This back portion, this sort of uh, section, this, this secure section, is about 15 feet long uh, and the whole ship is about sorry no it's about 20 feet long and the whole ship uh, side to side has about 30 feet of movement space uh, especially down here in the hold where there's not a lot of intervening walls and so on it's just relatively open space you are all trapped in this 20 foot by 30 foot it actually tapers towards the end section uh, with the door locked and held shut by these steel wires the the musketeers uh, turn and are getting ready to fire um, but Corzin you act first <laughs> I rolled for Jeffrey because I remembered All right. uh, <laughs> for once Jeffrey got an 18 okay. Okay. Jeffrey <laughs> goes first uh, Jeffrey's going to grab one more thing and then jump on Corzin's back cool. and uh, surviving items, because those, uh, because uh, the talisman and the uh, uh, nothing except the talisman and the cup has reappeared. So you, uh, so I think you grab the rock, you grab the fire drill, which means the idol is still around. Stafe's snake staff has been taken. Golden drinking bowl, uh, bowl is still around. Uh, cup is sort of around, <laughs> although you do still have that in your in your hand as well. Uh, or in your bag if, mm. if you pocketed it. Toads around, bronze helmets around, fire drill has been taken, jade amulet is around, sort of. Oh. Don't want to leave that amulet behind if it's real. If that's the real one. So Jeffrey's going to try and grab the the second amulet. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey tries to grab the de- the second amulet. Uh, can Jeffrey make an attack roll for me, please? Oh, no. Uh, that's not good. Oh, Jeffrey. Hello. Um, 24. Jeffrey. For nice. the purposes of this, please roll damage as if Jeffrey was making an, a physical attack. Uh, eight. Okay. Jeffrey uh, grabs onto the talisman and it just disintegrates into smoke. Gone. 
that is all that has happened. Oh, Jeffrey will climb on Corzin's back and sort of shelter. <laughs> but Jeffrey has done eight points of damage to the smoky talisman. Um, uh... Okay, that makes it Corzin's go. Alright, is the door of the room still physically there? It is there, it is sealed shut, but it is iron bars, like it's, a, it's like a prison cell door. So where? Oh, you so can, you can see, see through it. it, you can fire through it. Right. Which is actually okay. what the um, various soldiers are planning to do. Alright, how many soldiers are there out there? Uh, there are all eight of them. All eight of them. And there's still um, sounds of... Um, uh, fighting from up above. Yep. All right. If I can fit it through the bars, mm-hmm. I'm going to um, load my blunderbuss with grape shot and try Ooh. and take all of them out. Okay. So this is uh, this is basically a dexterity save from all of them, yes, isn't it? Yes. All of them need to make a dex save DC 14. Cool. One moment. And roll damage for me, please. That is nine for all of them. Okay, fourteen. Okay, that is with the damage they've already suffered. Uh, That is actually enough to form blast three of the. I mean, three of them are just blasted away entirely. You see them splatter uh, into broken pieces. Uh, at uh, far away. They stir for a few moments, but then go still. Right, as a bonus action, I am going to cast Hunter's Mark on the closest one still alive to me. Okay. You try and cut, you focus, you cast on it. I would like a wisdom check from you, please. Wisdom check, okay. Eight. (laughs) Okay. You try and cast it on them, but the magic slides off them. It's just not working. Just slides away. Why isn't it working? Well, your magic's not working. I, I look at the um, uh, the ambivalent octopus. The ambivalent octopus like reaches out, but it just passes its hand around them, and like it's just it, oh, sorry, its hands, its arms around them, and they just slide off. Like there's like it can't. There's like it's like butter on a skillet. It just doesn't work. It's not working for some reason. Shit. All right, I'm, I'm going to uh, take cover. Uh, I assume there's a little bit of wall between like where the door is and where the uh, the wall is. Oh, uh, yes, there is. You're able, you're able to so. take cover behind them. Okay, you have cover yeah. from uh, the guards. Scamp, you're up next. Oh, actually, um. uh, if, no, you're not, because one of them... Uh, one of the ones that's still alive. Do managed... I lose a spell slot for that? Um, you wouldn't have if you'd made the wisdom check, but you okay. don't. Uh, you do lose it, I'm afraid, on this occasion. Fine. Okay. But it's, it, it's, it's a concentration you can move between things. Is it up? And oh, it's up, actually, yourself? yeah. You can just focus so you... it on a different thing. So, yeah, as long as you maintain concentration, yeah. you can still try and place it on something next turn. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, so it's, it's up. I won't mark that off just yet. Yeah. So it's up, well, mar- but... Yeah, mark the spell's cast. Not actually, yeah, yeah. up, but not actually So long as you keep you. concentration, you still yeah. have it. So what? that is great. Okay, so that... Uh, so actually, yeah, the, one of the mirrors did roll a 15. 
Uh, and they're going to fire at... Just roll the d3. One, two, three. Celestia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there is a... What's your armor class? Um, it's 16 these days, I believe. Okay, yeah. now you hear the sound of splintering from behind you as you duck out of the way. Uh, they fail to make their shot. Okay, uh, Scap. Okay, uh, how big are the crates? Uh, the crates uh, in the rest of the area, uh, they are... Oh, these are crates that were large enough for you to hide in, so they're at least like 10 foot by 10. Uh, they're, they're, they're like, well, they're not entirely floor to ceiling, but they are... Medium or large? They are large. They are large okay. crates. And how many objects are there left in this room? Uh, there that are... That we haven't grabbed. Because uh, you tried to grab the amulet. Um, but that is now gone. <laughs> there are... There's the idol, drinking bowl, toad, helmet. So, four. Okay. <laughs> um, we had the same thought again. <laughs> yeah, I need, to, I need to use two more things, so... I want to try, I want to cast animate objects. Oh yeah. On those four, mm-hmm. one crate and uh, that leaves me t- there are two also, left. So there are well there is the um ceremony there is the gilt-edged regimental saber. Yes. <laughs> which counts as a small object. I mean that's really great. Nice. <laughs> um, I will also cast it on that. And then I mean like one the- other small thing. Uh, well, some of them are dead or well, down but their weapons dropped I assume. yes their weapons have dropped so, so you can grab another a... weapon okay you grab a musket with a bayonet on the end um, <laughs> so the objects I want to just fly into our bag <laughs> the, the crate to try and smash the door open okay each of the objects flow, flies uh, into one of your uh, one of your banks. Uh, so, the uh, so that's the the idol flutters into uh, let's say Celestia's bag. Mm-hmm. Um, the drinking bowl sl- uh, uh, flies into uh, Corzin's. Mark these down in your inventory. Okay. Uh, the toad flies into your satchel, uttering a little ribbit of dismay. Um, the helmet flutters into Celestia's because I'm just going around in a circle. <laughs> Um, so you have a bronze helmet with green tourmaline inlay, uh, Celestia. I'll give descriptions for these at the end as well. So the the sword and the musket, yep. I want to attack the... Okay. Have them make two attacks, please. Yeah, so one and two. Uh, these are small, so that's... Oh, one's really good. That's a 22 and a nine. Okay, the nine misses. Uh, the 22, however... Uh, strikes. Roll damage. Uh, not a huge amount. Seven. Seven. Okay. You plunge uh, the blade uh, it's actually the sabre uh, into the uh, creature, uh, into the uh, form of the soldier who gives a sort of wet gurgle uh, and then it flicks around and slices off their head. They topple in two halves to the oh. ground. And the large crate is going to slam into the locked door. Okay, just, uh, I guess, roll a, roll an athletics check for the large crate. 
Okay. Unless um, you want to do this as dealing damage to the crate uh, to the to, to the door to break it. Um, can I do athletics to get through? Will that do it? Oh, it's it's one or the other. You can try and essentially it's like breaking it through, trying to break it through by sheer force. So, um, which is more effective? It's a metal door, uh, so you'd need to break the iron wiring that is holding it shut, or you'd need to snap the iron wiring with force. So, like, really, either is good. But if they're a large object, they have strength. They have strength for fourteen, so it's an athletics. Yeah, I rolled a thirteen, two. so it's a fifteen on athletics. A fifteen, or I can roll. 2d10 damage I don't know <laughs> whichever yeah. you prefer um hmm. okay I'll say that marginally it's probably more effective that you've got a slightly better chance of rolling the damage so go for it I'll do damage um oh that's terrible so that's seven okay <laughs> um it you it clangs against the door you see some of the uh, iron wires snap but it's not all the way broken cool um uh and just want to ask, friend, what's going on? Something's weird. Can you see anything? You Do you feel anything? Hear a voice. We are. Yes. There's someone else here. They. They're hiding. They're hidden like I am. Can you tell them that we want to help? They aren't listening. They can't hear. They can't talk. Oh. I can't get through to them. I relay that information. <laughs> yeah. Good to uh, know anyway, I guess. Ugh. Which probably brings you to the end of your turn, unless you've yeah. anything else you can do. Okay. No, uh, that, I did a lot there. That's that's more than enough. We have two surviving soldiers. Uh, one of them is going to... Oh, do, yeah, one of them is going to cast a... Uh, not cast. What? They can't cast <laughs> spells. One of them is going to fire their... Uh, cast their gunshot. I cast, cast shooting. Shooting? I cast gun. <laughs> they cast gun at uh, Scamp. Hey. Uh, yeah, that is a... That is effective. a 23. Uh, ah. uh, Scamp, as the bullet... Uh, sh- uh, sl- grazes past your arm uh spilling blood you take it's actually you actually feel it just bat flick off the bone uh you actually take oh, uh, 11 points of damage oh, oh, oh. oh i'm a mess um hellish rebuke sod it okay Ow! that's uh what is it deck safe uh yeah i believe so <laughs> roll, roll damage uh, many. Um, 23. Okay, 23. Uh, they, you watch, you listen as they, scr- they, they offer like a, 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 it's, it's a scream, but it's a scream that's more like, that's more like air escaping through a constricted throat than a real Ooh. scream. But they fall burning and blazing to the ground and continue to crackle away. Well, that, that squeaking noise you get when you let air out of a balloon. Yeah. They are, da- oh, are down to I hate it. I one hate it. soldier now and a partially opened door. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes us. That makes us. That makes us. That makes it Celestia. Um, how bad does the door look? Uh, how open is it? Is it. 
it's a lot, it's it'll... been loosened a bit. It mm-hmm. needs another. It needs another shove, um, uh, or or more damage to those wires holding it. Um, if I do a fifteen foot cube, can I get the soldier and the door without hurting my lovely friends? Yes, I'll say that you can. We go on the other side. Um, to I'm going to do an idiotic in this situation <laughs> knee slide towards the door and a power cord and do nice. a level 3 thunder wave because um, I'm too scared to do level 1 yep, roll damage <laughs> such rock very roll mm. <laughs> oh, right. extreme roll, roll yes right. cool. mm. um, 2 3 4 yes it would be 48 um, oh, that's not bad, actually, you know. Um, 11, 18, uh, 24. 24. Oh. Yeah, and it's, um, it's a constitution save from the guard. Yeah, so the door just, <coughs> spl- uh, just swings wide open. Uh, as the, uh, and it, the metal is a little bent by the, uh, by the effect. Uh, the... I'll say the crate pulled back enough that it's not hit by it. Oh, I can uh, take the damage. It's alright. It's got 50 hit points. That's fine. <laughs> roll, roll constitution for crate. Oh, I did. It did not succeed. Cool. The crate <laughs> takes the damage as well. Uh, and the guard is just gallagher Excellent. Uh, okay. The way is now open. You are, you, must, uh, you are all kind of in the room or by the door at this point. I'll okay. say I'll say it took you ten feet of movement to get to the door. You've got twenty feet of movement left, Celestia. Uh, for a start, from where I am on my knees, turn around, flip my hair out my eyes, a flare of rainbow comes out. I say, time to go. You get five well, temporary works. hit points and you can move immediately. <laughs> if and you move my reaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it ten temporary oh, hit yeah, points now? Would, it would be your reaction, I believe. So yeah. you don't have to, but. Um, oh no, it's 11. Sorry, it's 11. Oh, 11. I always want to say 5 because it was 5 for ages, but it's 11 mm. now. Fine, okay. I shall use my reaction to move. <laughs> okay, you immediately scamper uh, 25 feet further up the deck. So you are full context. Okay, you're currently about 45... You're about 15 feet at this point, actually, uh, Corzin, from the ramp that leads up to, uh, to, uh, to to the next deck. All right, is there anyone immediately obvious above us? Um, not that you see at this moment. Uh, just seeing, actually, no, there is. Uh, as you ro- roll and look up, you see a, f- a tall figure standing. The light uh, from a lantern is coming from behind them, so they look backlit. But you see a six foot four, surprisingly muscled um, orc with a single black br- uh, brow. Dramatically backlit. Oh, <laughs> so so they're like their faces in shadow. Um, but the but the little bit uh, uh, their faces in shadow and they have uh, readied uh, and they have in their arms what appears to be something something a lot like your blunderbuss but scaled up 
for a he- for a particularly hench orc. Right. Okay. They have an elephant gun. Wow. And they go next. Uh, <laughs> lol. <laughs> uh, so, Admiral, sorry, not Admiral, that was his grandfather. Uh, so, Commodore Unibrow uh, is <laughs> going... Like none of us use his actual name, even the DM at this point. <laughs> is going to lower his, is going to uh, level the, step down the ramp so that he is now standing in front of it and blocking it. Uh, the path up and is going to fire uh, at Corzin. Okay. Corzin, make a. Um, dex? Yeah, make a dex save, please. <laughs> okay. Alright, that's 28. Fantastic. Okay. Um, but that, just out of curiosity, what is your armor class these days, Corzin? My armor class is 17. Oh, worth noting. Um, so, uh, you do actually avoid the worst of this, um, but you still take 18 points of damage as you okay. dive to the side, taking a, a, a near one of the crates. Uh, the blast, the ricochet, like the blasts are too spread out uh, by the time they reach the far end. The pair of you are able to duck for cover, but you hear the sounds of pinging as they strike various uh, objects. Alright. Just seeing if he has any other actions here. I'm going to roll concentration for my uh, hunter's mark, which is still up. Yep. Natural one, but lucky. (laughs) You bang your head on the floor. Just that is a 10. And it manages to focus your attention enough to keep on the, <laughs> on the task. Okay. Jeffrey, top of the round. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is Jeffrey doing oh. in this situation? He is going to be the slayer of Captain Black or Commodore Je- Black Tusk. Jeffrey, That's what he's Jeffrey doing. sort of... Uh, Je- Jeffrey just makes maniacal monkey noises. The... Jeffrey is like—is is Jeffrey on Corson's shoulder or yours at this point, Scam? Uh, he was like on Corson's back. He was on Corson's yeah. back, so, and yeah, Jeffrey down. is Jeffrey. Corson has been his halfling shield. Yes, yeah, he was sufficiently <laughs> uncomfortable. So Jeffrey is kind of like, um, yeah, which means that Jeffrey is fifteen feet from Commodore Unibrow. <laughs> okay, Jeffrey is not going into melee. No. Um, and only has one ranged attack. So. Oh yes. <laughs> Jeffrey's Do gonna it. hurl some poop. <laughs> Okay, yes. roll, roll an attack. Um, it does. It's not an attack. I think it's, it's just a. It, it just. just oh yeah, it just. It just gives advantage. It's just distracting. Yeah. yeah. Jeffrey starts hurl shitting and hurling it at Commodore Unibrow, who just <laughs> frowns and like, oh, what is this? Ah, what? <laughs> He's just so confused. It momentarily distracts him. So the next attack against Commodore Unibrow is at advantage. Celestia giggles in amongst this. <laughs> ah. Okay, that um, that makes it Corzin's go, actually. All right. Um, as part of the bonus action, going to move my uh, hunter's mark to uh, to him. Okay, roll a wisdom check. Okay. Oh, what is going on here? Uh, that is uh, that's a fifteen. Fifteen is what you needed. It slides. And you realise that's because there's nothing there. Oh. 
Now you can make a wisdom save. Okay. Have either of the rest of Actually, no. Here. That would have been enough to make the wisdom save. So that's enough for you. To, so you just you just disbelieve, Corzin. You know that Commodore Unibrow is not really there. All right. I yell, he's not real! None okay. of this is! The pair of you can now make wisdom saves. Okay. Um, 15. Seven t- 17. Okay, 15, 17. If, if this isn't real, then why are you bleeding? You can't, you can't cross the conceptual barrier. Yeah, that, I don't think I'm ever going to make this one. Sorry? Uh, me and Scamp. You and Scamp. Neither of you Neither of you are able to cross that conceptual barrier. <laughs> the pain is too real. What you, the, everything, things have been reacting. You, Celestia, for you, it's, it, you've not seen the inconsistencies you would have expected. If this is, this is real or it's a flawless illusion and you can't tell. Hmm. Bleeding real blood causing. It hurts. Right. Um, that doesn't usually no- work. Knowing that um, this illusion is indeed an illusion, mm-hmm. would I be able to make the leap that it cannot in actuality hurt me, or is there still a threat? Uh, I think you can make the... There is clearly still some sort of threat going on, but knowing that that, that, that is an illusion uh, will certainly make it harder to hurt you. I mean, you're also aware because you're friends with Celestia that psychic damage is a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's what you I'm start, You're starting yeah, to suspect that this is something like Celestia's dissonant whispers. Yeah. Alright, um... I'm gonna yell, something is messing with our heads, and I'm gonna reach out and cast Cure Wounds on Celestia. Oh, Celestia... You'll need to run back, because oh, Celestia is still... I'm not. I've not taken any damage, hun. Oh, Celestia's not oh. taking any damage. Okay. okay. But the blood and scamp that, is I mean, real. you were saying that yeah. I was bleeding, so I was assuming there was something small going on. But I yeah. Haven't, oh, I sorry. Haven't you have. Well, the, the blood on scamp it looks real. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine. No worry. <laughs> scamp looks pretty burned, actually. I'm, I'm above yeah. half. <laughs> I'm still gonna uh, uh, cast cure wounds on them. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you're gonna head back to scamp and cast cure wounds on them, then, is it? Yeah. So you, yeah, don't cast up. You run back. You get you. Uh, so you run back. So you're back in the room now, um, away uh, away from Commodore Unibrow, and mm-hmm. cast uh, and cast Qwins and Scamp. Roll down. Roll healing. Roll healing. Okay, that's an extra nine hit points you have. Cool. Okay. Thank you. As the spell, as you go to cut to touch the spell on Scamp. Um, something goes wrong. Instead of instead of the uh, of the flesh healing, you see it start to uh, both of you see it start to rot, pustules to appear, dark uh, veins to, uh, to uh, the veins start going black. Scamp, you take uh, nine points of necrotic damage. The fuck? Okay. Oh, what the fuck is happening? Uh, that, however, uh, I think, is that the end of your turn, Corson? Uh, yes, unless I've got any more movement left. Uh, probably took all of it to get back, because you kind of ran your movement to get there. Fair enough. Originally. Yep. Okay, that so, is, yeah, I just take cover. Yeah, you take cover. Cool, you're back in cover. Mm. Uh, that makes it Scamp's go. Uh, Scamp, at the start of your turn, 
with everything going on, you just feel a surge build within you. Oh, Roll good. a d100. <laughs> Time to reset your tiles. Uh, 72. 72, that's a familiar one. Oh my that. god! The surge... Twi- you feel the surge burl within you, and your skin just changes. You watch as scamp skin turns from pink to a dark grey, and they acquire huh. a metallic sheen. Uh, Scamp, your skin has turned to iron, and you have resistance to all damage for the next minute. Oh, that's huh. really useful. That's really handy right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, I mean, it's fucking me up in character because you're saying nothing's real, and now Scamp's silver. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. like a gunmetal grey, actually. But yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's um, it's actually a slightly shinier grey than the metal inside the case, uh, inside the blown-up case. There's nothing in the blown-up case. No, no, the blown-up case has been shattered. Everything that was in the blown-up case was removed and put on the shelves. So, okay, what do you want to do? How far away is my box from Eyebrow? Oh, like 20 feet? Lovely. It's going to slam him. Make an attack roll. Um, does this have to, no, with advantage, Jeffrey. With Lovely. advantage, because because Unibrow is, as far as you can tell, real and distracted. Yeah. Um, oh, that's terrible. That's plus was it six or thirteen? Okay, the crate smashes into the into the um, uh, stairs as Unibrow leaps to the side with, frankly, terrifying grace. Uh, but I do also have a sword and a gun that can attack. As well. <laughs> then proceed to, yeah. The gun has uh, one charge in it. If you want to fire with the gun, I mean, I just want to stab him with it. Yeah, yeah. You just stab it. Go to stab him uh, with the bayonet. There's a seventeen and a twenty-two. Okay, seventeen and uh, twenty-two. Roll damage for the twenty-two. He dodges out of the way of the bayonet, but the sword manages to strike true. That's nine damage. Okay, nine damage. It stabs uh, him in the shoulder uh, and blood flows from the wound, but it's not enough to drop him. Not Friend, by what's real? <laughs> Sorry, what's that? Friend, what's real? I'm limited. I'm somewhat limited by your perception. All I can get is a sense that someone is manipulating the environment and us tell your friends to look maybe they uh, maybe they might see something can i look because it's my bonus action to command the objects you, as you think as you as you, do you ask that of uh, of a uh, of a uh, of friend uh, no, I'm asking you. Can, was, can I use my action to look? You can use your action to look, but sca- uh, but friends told you to get your friends to look. My friends. Um, what was in Celestia? And yes, Thorson? you don't have the sight. Oh, there's a spirit somewhere. What? Okay. There's something. Friend can, says there's something you That's can see. That's got to be what's causing this. All right, I'm. Yeah, when it is my turn, I will. If you want to, on your turn, you can take an action to, to to make a sort of spirit sight perception check. Mm. Um, 
so that makes uh, so scamp what else would you like to do um eyebrow's the only person around isn't he <laughs> uh eyebrow is the uh yeah like there's there there's not a lot of living things around you right now I'm just gonna chuck an eldritch blast at him because okay. it's fun, <laughs> Go and I it. like getting to roll all the dice. Make a, make your attack rolls. Um, a twenty-four, twenty-two, and thirteen. Okay, the first two uh, to strike uh, him, knocking him back. The third one. Oh, a uh, whole just five. <laughs> five total damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's knocked back but it's like punching him twice it's, it, it doesn't yeah. uh, knock him out well you say that if I punched him I'd do minus one damage so. yeah. <laughs> he'd feel better it's like then. a single causing <laughs> punch um, okay so uh, at the end of that so, uh, you see you hear uh, a voice from behind you, Celestia. And you turn and uh, as a voice goes out. Well. Well, I thought I'd find you eventually. I just knew it would be time. You turn and you see Quilena Rothenol, Scarlet Whippeters uh, uh, at her belt. Hang on. Step just there. Just You don't know how? She's just there. We can all see it. She has a whip. We can all see it. Yes. This am is I, our fears. Am I allowed to flag that? You can. Yeah, you can make it. You can make a wisdom save now. No, but like. You can. You can. You notice that. Yeah, you notice it. She doesn't have a whip. That's not real. No. I mean, also she appeared behind us else. in a locked vault. I think that's also a pretty good indication it's make, not real. You can both make wisdom saves with advantage. <laughs> it won't matter. My wisdom's not good enough. Nope, 17. 14. Okay. Uh, you we suck. 17, <laughs> I have a zero modifier and an 18 isn't high enough. I cannot beat this. Yeah. Uh. Something you know that... You can't fully disbelieve this in the way that Corzin was able to manage. Uh, you can't fully disbelieve this, but you know this can't, This doesn't make sense. You know this is The whip can't be real. there. You know that it can't be there, but some part of you, some guttural part, fears its truth enough that you, that you can't fully dismiss the possibility of it. Like it's, paranoia. Yeah, it's a paranoia. Yeah. You... Rationally, you know this can't be real, but your hindbrain refuses to believe it. That's Playing that's more, on our fears. Yeah, that's more. You fear her. I fear getting trapped in a in a, in a sanctum. And cousin, do you fear Unibrow really, or is that Jeffrey's? <laughs> Fair. It would have been a logical worry given what we're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would make sense. The... Fuck you, I said Quilena. <laughs> Quilena... Just for good measure. ...cackles and cracks the whip at, um, not at you, at Scamp. As the whip strikes near Scamp, uh, Scamp, you feel a light sting, actually, as it strikes you, but instead of leaving any mark, it's actually quite a dull sting, your skin is steel, um, 
two, I'm going to say a second scamp <laughs> appears next to the first scamp. Well, that got weird. I hate this. Celestia, it's your go. Just going to kind of clutch my head for a second and close my eyes and open them again and have a really good look round with my spirit sight eyes. Make a perception check, please. I just, I can't think of anything else to do, like... Mm. No, that is the good struggling. thing to do. Please do it. Um, oh, it's not amazing. It's a 16. I want to add a d4 to it. Okay, please, it. I need a d4. That's a 2. Uh, 80. Okay. You watch as the... Um... As the uh, the spirit, uh, sorry, as the uh, as the cra whip cracks and the second scamp appears, you follow it carefully, and you see just for a moment, oh, faintly, faint enough, you wouldn't notice it because it's concealed. It's it's just hidden inside the images. You see a thread of golden light. You follow that thread before it dissipates to something, actually to scamp. Something, something in Scamp's bag, but then it's gone. It's the toad. The toad is the thing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Scamp is in your bag. The toad? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. The toad ribbits grumpily. <laughs> That's where it was leading, though. It's, it's, it's something in your bag. Okay. Um, I still have a bonus action. Mm -hmm. How much can I do with that? Can I look in the bag with a bonus action? Uh, I'll just, uh, with, uh, no, it's fair. It's like, uh, Scamp, how many things did you put in your bag? Uh, uh, only the toad. Only the toad. No, the toad's the only thing in there. You can just tell. It's the fucking toad. <laughs> The yeah, there's actually Jeffrey nothing. has everything else. Jeffrey has everything else. I yeah. thought you had more things. Nope, it's just the toad. <laughs> <It's> the toad. <laughs> well, by sheer chance, that has actually neatly identified that. <laughs> like Jeffrey's got the staff and yeah. the amulet, which is like jammed into Corson's bag. I think. And Corson's got the. He's uh, like hanging the off the staff. And the black rock. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I take it out? Um. Yeah. If you, as a bonus action, you pick up. The, I mean, it's still it. animated, so uh, I. I... <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean, my like, instinct is to take it out. You reach in and you though, pick yeah, up the little, yeah. um, the in little, little cage. Cage. Of now the then, you toad, <laughs> start fucking talking. Behave yourself. The toad gives you just gives you a, bl a black sort of. Oh, is this Come like on. the parrot? Could be actually. If it wasn't fucking sanctum in here, I'd just read its fucking mind. The uh Okay, I'm going to mm -hmm. if you will allow me to mm -hmm. put the box with the toad on the floor and yeah. put my foot on top of it. Start fucking talking. Okay. I'll say that's all you can do on your round. Yeah. Um but, but the toad looks like it gives you a black sort of look with its bulbous eyes. Yeah. Stepping hard enough to make the cage creak. The cage creaks, and you hear a voice call that out. Oh, darling, D sister dear, you shouldn't have turned your back on me. And you feel a white, 
hot pain as mm. a steel blade drives through your chest. Uh, I do need you to make a separate wisdom save That's fair. because this is not the same effect. Oh no. Uh, 14. 14. Okay. Uh, no, that, okay. First, as you see, as you feel the cold, the, the white hot and yet simultaneously cold pain, you, your mind just fills with fear. Just with the chemical of fear. Nothing else. Um, and you uh, and you look around and everything starts to change you just start seeing things popping out of the uh just straight up popping out of the shadows things that don't make any sense whatsoever you see the ruins of hongguao in the future you see literal shadow men pulling out of the darkness uh, you see the, uh, you see tentacles reaching out, grasping around a blood red stone. Uh, you, uh, you see Leah, pull, uh, reach grabbing, uh, reaching out of the darkness and pulled away by the tentacles. Uh, and you, and yeah, it's just a little bit too much. For a moment, maybe more than a moment, depending, your heart stops. You take this. Six, six, 12, 14, 23 points of psychic damage. And I'll tell you when your heart starts again. But you for see this... Celestia kind of, like, I guess with the sword still sticking out of her as far as yeah. I'm concerned, like, just double over and, like, clutch at her forehead and close her eyes and just go, fuck! You see Quilena just get, uh, throwing her head back and <laughs> behind having let go of the sword. Um, but at the same time, you know that can't be real, but something's just happened. Yeah, there's the swear and then there's just, like, freeze and she kind of clutches at her chest yeah illusion or not your heart has stopped that then makes it okay i'm just gonna set that up that then makes it uh something's turn causing <laughs> uh, okay. scamp you there are two scamps one of them is it not jeffrey before me no, it's not. This is an, this is after Celestia. Uh, there are two scamps. One of them turns and car uh, uh, and just launches three eldritch blasts straight at you. Shit. Uh, I'm fairly certain which is the not real one right now. <laughs> yep. They they uh, it's the the three of them strike. Uh, you take a total of. 10, 17, 26 points of damage, and then that scamp steps into scamp 
and the two step apart. So it's no longer clear again which one. It's like the balls and the cups. Yeah, it's like the it? balls and the cups. So it's no okay. longer clear which one just did that. So how many? How much damage was that? Sorry. Uh, that was twenty-six damage. Twenty-six damage. Okay, got yeah, it. From the Eldritch blasts. Uh, Ow! However, Unibrow, having been having kind of fulfilled his purpose, uh, is merely starts staggering towards you, bleeding. Kind of like fraying at the edges, like he's slightly coming apart in some way, dragging the elephant gun after him. He gets towards the edge of the room, but that, but no further. Um, okay, now that makes it Jeffrey's go. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey is going right. to stab the toad. Okay, make an attack <laughs> against the toad. Uh, Jeffrey has advantage because Celestia's within five feet. Yes. This is true. Jeff- I don't imagine I'm stepping on the box anymore. I think I'm preoccupied, but I am there. Yeah, you I'm are there. Moved. Airport might still be still on it. Just yeah, you're, you're kind of like pressure. stumbled on it. It's like your hands are on top of uh, it. That is a 23 to hit. That hits. Roll the Jeffrey damage. Yes. This is direct uh, Six. Damage. Okay. The, uh, the... The knife, uh, fucking Brannigan's blade, (laughs) stabs down, uh, and the the toad leaps at the edge of its cage with frankly terrifying speed, enough that it only slightly cuts the edge of the toad. Um, But you do see a little bit of blood spurt out as the toad is harmed for real, taking all six points of damage. Uh, Okay. The toad, the toad, then uh, as it jumps away, seems to just flicker for a moment, like distort, before hitting the ground. It's still trapped within its little cage. Causey, you're up next. All right. Killing the parrot freed the spirit, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I'm not misremembering that. No, I'm about no, to do did. something awful. I, I exploded your parrot, and you were really upset. So I remember. Can I make it? Then we had a to... parrot funeral that got weirdly yeah. serious. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I love this show. It's so yes. good. Um, so yes. fun. In fact, actually, at the moment that happens. Because you're looking for it, both Corson and Celestia make a make a perception check. Okay. Natural twenty, but my heart 16. stopped. So what I can do about that, I'm not uh, sure. You can still kind of talk, but your heart has stopped, and you are and you are you are in a state of fear. Yeah. So, and the source of your, f- I guess the source of your fear is Lena. Yeah. So, but also to, everywhere. You but said. Ki- it's everywhere. But like for the purposes of this spell, the source of your fear is yeah, is Kalena. Surrounded by all this shit coming out of the shadows and yeah, stuff yeah. is what I'm. You are just okay. frightened. Um, the okay, Celestia and Cousin, what did you get? I got a sixteen. Okay, Cousin, you see a flicker of gold light leave the toad at the moment. It's it, it uh, shifts. Celestia, you see it flit into the um, into the wooden cup that's still on the shelf. She kind of, like, she's struggling to speak, but she kind of goes, it's in the cup, the wooden cup. All right. Okay. Oh, good, I felt bad trying to kill a toad. <laughs> <laughs> can okay. Carson see the cup? Carson, you can see the cup. All right. Carson is going to... doesn't get its reaction back until its turn. <laughs> attempt to um, move his hunter's mark to the cup. 
Okay. You you focus, and it takes. Yes. That fucking oh, cup is yours. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, I am going to um, pull out two of my pistols and uh, give it close barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good image of you just shooting a small wooden wine glass in my head. <laughs> it was gonna be the toad otherwise. <laughs> the cup's better actually. Right, so the first one then. That is a uh, 17 to hit. Yeah. Okay, as the f- shot fires dead on, it veers to the side and smacks into these, uh, uh, into the uh, shelving. Okay, second one. Uh, that is a 25 to hit. Okay, that one. Roll damage. Okay. That is... Uh, 13 percussive damage and... 6 uh, additional Hunter's Mark damage. Okay, 19 total. Let's just keep track of that. That's, no, that's even less. Okay, uh, this one, the bullet goes straight on, and you feel it slow and stop right in front of it and drop, but as it does so, there's like a burst of golden light, as if that, as if stopping that took something out of it. Gotcha. You've worn whatever this is down. And it's still in the cup right now. It appears to still be in the cup. Okay. Um, okay, anything else, Cousin? Uh, if I can, I'm going to try and cover the distance between me and it, then. Okay, yeah, you easily do. It's it's a cup on a shelf, not far Into away. Into melee, <laughs> then. Okay, you're now in melee with a wooden... You were now in melee, in melee with the cup of the carpenter. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, with a sword that does extra damage to objects. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, the... Uh, cup, uh, okay, so uh, the cup of the carpenter uh, is going to take uh, is going to take uh, a legendary action. And for such it has. <laughs> for such it has. Just remembered that we've like put some poor random sex worker to work on this ship while all this shit's oh happening and I feel terrible and I feel just remember how that's a thing because like know. this guy just wanted to go to fucking work let's fondly like, imagine that Iqbal escapes this going on oh. this is going to be the weirdest night whatever unless for none him. of it's real in which case he's fine but <laughs> I mean, just remember he, that, that was a he thing he does work for like the, the mafia basically this is true he's probably pretty competent <laughs> yeah he's probably quite oh. wits about him yeah, <laughs> it's debatable whether he's still going in the midst of all of this, but you I mean, if he is fair play, respect, man. Dedicated, <laughs> dedication yeah. to his job. That's a person who is not being tipped enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, you hear a whispering at the edge of your thoughts, causing. I would like you to make the wisdom save. Do I have a reaction at the moment? Uh, that, I is, can't uh, that is a ten. Okay, it's a ten. Something happens. It's now scamps turn. Oh no. Um... One of the scamps does something. As does the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, did I? I didn't animate the cup, did I? You did not animate the cup. 
Or no. because it was one of the original the objects that he had taken. The cup was supposedly already in Celestia's bag. Uh, mm-hmm. And in fact, there is still a cup in Celestia's bag. It's the mm-hmm. other cup that's up on the shelf. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, how far away is my box? Uh, your box... <laughs> and my weapons. Your weapons can fit through this, uh, through this, uh, through the door. Your box is in a prime position to attack Commodore Unibrow, but uh, is actually too large to fit into this room. I mean, actually, no. It's taken some damage. I'll say it can. If you give it an, athlet- an acrobatics check, I'll let it slip through. <laughs> Since Maybe I'll start bit... with the other object. Yeah, How start... many objects have I got? You have. Um... I've got six, haven't I? You have six mm. objects. Yeah. Um, yeah, six objects of the, uh, uh, so yeah, like five. This seems overpowered. Am I misreading this spell somehow? I don't think it you are. It is a really high level spell. It it's is... bonus action to command them all. Yeah, they do all kind of act as individual as individual creatures. Uh, but it's a concentration. Command them all, any or all of them at the Have same Have you been time? rolling concentration checks when you get injured? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I've, I, I've not been injured in a while. I took some heavy true. damage at the start. You did. Yeah. did not really took anything fire, since. fire in inverted commas. Yeah, but that was before I cast. Yeah, true. Yeah, so true. you're you're actually fine. Uh, yeah, no, that's. Uh, I think that's the weakness. So maybe I missed bit. one. I might have missed one of the yeah. con checks. I think I'll roll one now. Um, it is a. 24. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, you've got like. Ten, I've got six of... small and yeah. one large. And one large. I think. Yeah. So yeah. So can... I guess the six small are going to attack. Okay. The so thing. yeah, I think that was like I think that is the black. Uh, no, you grab the black rock. So the golden drinking bowl, <laughs> the three colored glass disc idol, um, the bronze helmet, um, and the toad. <laughs> and yes, the little wooden cage with the toad. <laughs> <laughs> are all oh. just gonna slam into? Ah. Yeah, we're all gonna make attacks against the the cop of the carpenter. So uh, everyone roll. Okay, those are all That's terrible. Um, roll a whole bunch of attacks. So the lowest is uh, eleven. Nope. Um, uh, there's the... two fourteens. Okay, so the glass discs bounce uh, off next to it. The drinking bowl flies harmlessly to the side. Uh, oh, that's twelve. That's no good. But there are two twenty-twos. Yeah, all of the all of the objects, even the toad in the wooden cage, fly to the sides of the uh, cup of the carpenter. Twenty-twos, uh, though. Okay, twenty-two. And what's the other one? Twenty-two. Oh, two twenty-twos. However, yeah, the musket fires it. The musket fires its one shot. And the uh, and the jeweled saber uh, and the gilt saber strikes true, both ah, going for. How the unexpected! Cup. The weapons worked. Yes. Yeah. Nothing else. More <laughs> um, damage. That is. Oh, that's a seven. I thought it was Turns a one. out flinging um, stuff at stuff does not an attack make. Stop <laughs> <laughs> hitting yourself. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen total. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the. Uh, the. The musket ball is again stopped with a burst of two Celestia and causing golden light. Uh, but as the saber is slightly diverted, it does leave a notch in the side of the wooden cup. You notice the cup actually has a second notch in it as well. Ooh, okay, um, and I will... How far away am I from this cup? Um, from this cup? Uh, you are ten feet. 
It's not far. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go up to it and cast Shocking Grasp. Okay. Make an attack roll. Uh, it's a... It's a... Yeah, it is a, it is attack. Sorry, misreading the wrong one. Um, ooh, loads. 26. Okay. Yes. The lightning crackles in onto the wooden cup. Roll damage. Um, ooh, 16. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As the lightning crackles across its surface, leaving black smoking uh, holes in it, as it, it feels a, a couple of pieces of, of, of crackling forks of lightning go away, but it feels, it feels as if this thing is running out of the energy needed to protect itself. Cool. And no reactions till the start of its next turn, and I've got to back away again. Okay. <laughs> Um, as you do so, um, the, uh, the other one is going to... The other one? The other scamp? The other scamp, uh, is going to turn on you and try and just sink their thumbs into your eyes. Uh, in a savage attack. So that, however, was a 13 to hit. <laughs> so you managed to... And I to... cast Mage Armor for once! Yes! And you managed to <laughs> fend off your doppelganger's attempts to uh, gouge your eyes out. What, what did you... Stop that! Stop the... it! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> it's you just, like, strongly rebuking your... <laughs> it blends with you. Just strongly. It blends <laughs> with you for a moment and comes back out, so it looks as if the pair of you are just wrestling now. Again, to make it harder to determine which one is real. Uh, Celestia. What, you, like, what can I do? You are afraid for this turn. Uh, so you, so while you are frightened... Oh, I've got the handy little thing here. Uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attacks while the source of your fear is within line of sight. So while Quilena is still behind you, you cannot move closer to her. Otherwise, you are free to act. Yeah, if she's behind me, she's not in line of sight. Within, like... If that counts, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you, like... It doesn't really count for the purpose of this. You'd need to get, like, solidly behind. my heart started again? Uh, we'll find out at the end of your turn. Can I do things with my heart not working? Yes, it just hurts, because you're having a heart attack. Oh, God. That's pretty terrible. Mm. Um, how close am I to the cup? Uh, you are, like, ten feet away. Okay, so small. I imagine she's not looking good because her heart stopped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like breathing heavily, clutching, clutching my chest. Grab the fucking guitar off my back. Just fuck you and just swing it. Shocking grasp with the guitar like a baseball bat. Go for it. Uh, oh, is that disadvantage? Uh, it's uh, shocking grasp is attack. Attack. And yeah, disadvantage because you are uh, having a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, frightened and having a heart attack, yes. Very, <laughs> yes, very bad. <laughs> That's an 18. Uh, 18. That is enough to hit. Okay. Roll damage. Um, Robbie, what shocking grasp damage? 3d8. Uh, 3d8. Lovely. I don't actually have a spell card for that. <laughs> I always forget. Um, Non-terrible. That is uh, 16. Just for the sake of it, please now roll me one last wisdom saving throw. Okay. 
That's bad, seven. Okay. How many hit points do you have? Um, 40 right now. 40? Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. You, your heart does not start again. Uh, it's still stopped, but um, it then uh, it st- it's remains stopped for, for just a little bit longer before it starts beating. Um, you do take 25 points of damage, mm-hmm. but finish him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, murder that cup. <laughs> how, how do you wish to shatter the cup of the carpenter? You know what it is? I'm on the floor, clutching my chest. There's a guitar in one hand, like a baseball bat, and I just dropped my knees, say "fuck you," as I said, and just keep hitting it <laughs> long after I need to. You smash. Clearly, in a lot of pain. You at this smack point. the cup. It hits the wall. You smack it again. It cracks. You smack it again. Like the there's lightning crackling about, but it's secondary to just hitting it with it until suddenly the cup image fades away and a battered, broken toad uh, is struck by the lightning as the last impact hit and charred fragments of, frankly, burnt, electrocuted toad uh, blast in every direction. The cage is now empty. In fact, everything seems to shift, seems to suddenly fade away as... Oh, the sounds of this fighting from upstairs continue. Um, <laughs> That's real then. <laughs> um, but the nightmare hallucinations you're seeing just crumble back into darkness. The image of Quelena laughing fades away. Captain Unibrow raising his <laughs> raising his elephant gun to fire a cause in just oh, turns off. into dust. <laughs> um, and Celestia and Corzin, you see. <laughs> A, an explosion of golden light burst from the last remnants of the toad. Uh, the whole room seems to fill with light to you, and after a moment, Scamp, you start to see it too, as golden light just appears from the point where the, ro- where the, where the toad was broken. As you see, a replication of what they see almost through the uh, through the power of illusion and you watch as forming shaping coalescing from the golden light a for a humanoid form seems to just Flicker for a few moments before taking on a real image. What appears to be an Achim, uh, in fine garments of lizard skin, as far as you can tell. Um, there are they are wearing a crown that seems to be made of shafts of golden light, like feathers or blades spearing up and back from their head. He, and the, the shape of them, gives you a, seems to give you quite a distinct he, looks down at you. Thank you. Who are you? It's 
still clutching a chest, like hearts just died again. Yeah, hearts died again. Holds a band. I have limited time. I was. I am Terry Tharte. He of the waking terrors. Very good at it. You can see that although he seems real, his form seems to be slipping. Parts of it are just like, like, almost like sort of how you'd imagine fairy dust are like peeling away. I have little time. Were you trapped in that? Holds up a finger. Do me a service. Help me, and I can retain the strength to answer five questions. I don't know if this is a DM thing where the second I ask anything, that's one of the questions. <laughs> it's like, you, you see the look, and he goes, he goes, five questions of significance. Okay, good. Um, you said we need to help you. This isn't a question of significance. We need to help you so you can answer the questions. What do you need? I need you to tell my story. Tell people of this. Tell them Oh, we can do that. Me. Quite good at stories. That's doable. Do you accept the terms? Yes. Five questions of significance before I fade. Oh, well, um... You see, he seems to be focusing, trying to keep himself together. Ask anything, if it is within my knowledge, or I can find it in the world, I will grail. answer. The Grail. Where is the Holy Grail? Frowns. You see, parts of he, as he focuses, golden light seems to appear in the seems to concentrate in the crown just flaring for a few moments and as it passes he seems a little lesser a little less there the grail was stolen by those you know as the reavers it was brought to the city of Sirsa and passed there beyond my sight. Sirsa. Same fucking place we saw it, isn't it? You sanctumed after that, that's the problem. God damn it, where? I'm just going through my notes trying to find what I'm looking for and I can't. What the hell is Is it the Sirius Citadel, mate? Yeah, yeah, it is. Thank you. you <laughs> I remember um, because I had to say it in that character. <laughs> um, how do I? Uh, where do? How do I phrase this? I need to get to the Sarah Citadel. What's the easiest way? How do I find the way? That, that's one question. Again, the focus, the golden crown lights up. It flares, it gets harsh, difficult to see. You see them frowning, narrowing their eyes. 
You are a sorcerer, yes. Hi, yeah. The sanctum will open to you. Its true entrance is on the mount of Heyuka Hasapa, where the clouds gather around the mountain's face. The easiest way is to climb the mountain and find the entrance. Okay. Let's fucking go for it. How do we kill the Kraken? Yeah, I was gonna say, that's probably the next one, isn't it? Again, there's the focus, the... The future is uncertain. Oh, I know that. You kill the Kraken, or you do not. Or something else. But where no, I I'm see you... No, I'm saying, how do we do it? How? Where I see you killing it, the possibility. I see you kill it as you have me. It can be harmed. Its body can be destroyed. And that will be its undoing. It is but orders of magnitude stronger than I am. I have a question. So the answer is hit it lots until it dies. I mean, it's reassuring that that works. You must get close enough without being destroyed first. You, when you are close, it will raise defenses that a few capable heroes can cross, but an armada cannot. Right. Okay. But you will need an armada to get close. Yeah. Yeah, I got as much. Yeah, it can be killed though. Yeah. Where does the Kraken go between attacks precisely? Precisely. Ooh. Okay, you're four in now. The they frown. You see the crown light up again. Each time that the, the each time the light passes, they get fainter and fainter. This time, the flares continue for a long time before it passes. Now they are barely more than a ghost, a thin tracery of faint golden light against the world. Where it goes, it hides itself, but I can see how one might get there. It travels into a storm that never ends. It heads to its center. There is a map that will take you to its resting place. One map only. It was made 
by one who toyed with the future, casting their net ever forwards, and they sealed it somewhere only their air could reach. Oh, well. It's brandy, it's in the brandy man, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I have a last uh, one. I can't think of anything more important than this. I, I don't think it's a waste. Go. How do we stop the end of the world? Yeah, what is a way we can do that? This time, it speaks as the light flares. Here, now, the doom of prophecy, the curse of all those who see. The world will always end. Its end has never been stopped, even by those who sought to stop it. But by fighting, it is pushed back, back, a little further. Each time, the way to stop the end of the world is to never stop fighting to save it. But to see its end, to be tormented by it, is a road that drives all to madness. Great. And in time, they may bring that end to past. Only with the end of prophecy do I see a chance for the world to save itself. And with that, the golden light fades. The last bursts of essence cast away, and you see a single tiny golden gecko spirit flitter away. Gone. Aww. Okay. Just see Celestia looking tired. Right, well that's alright then, we save the world Well, we kill the Kraken, then we destroy the eyes Sounds like the thing That's gotta be what that meant, surely Surely We don't let you go mad, that's rubbish No, we're not gonna do that, obviously I don't think so I'm sorry I stole one of the questions without asking there That felt a bit... It felt important but also it was an important question selfish. that is ultimately helpful. I don't like, think any of those were wasted. No. Well done, us. Look at that. Yeah, that um, was pretty decent. Ask oh, me anything. The fighting's still going on upstairs. That is real. Uh, do do we still have the box? You do. It is. It was real the whole time. Oh, was there anything? Oh, is anything else left? Is there any other stuff here? Yes. Yeah. Uh, all of the items that were originally there technically including the toad, although now it is a blasted, uh, ruined mess. But hey, you still got the cage. All of those items were still there. They are. I'm not going to lie, possession. I was really hoping the toad would be a pet. Um, you fried another of my pets. Thanks, guys. We'll get you another toad for crying <laughs> out loud. other concerns causing. Could you just check my pulse for a second? Yeah, of course as well. Want to check Reach over, do, do a medicine check. And it's going to cast uh, cure wounds on you regardless. I feel like but after we'll do you've that first. <laughs> felt your fucking heart stop, yeah. you're going to ask the medic to check your pulse. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, that is uh, a good idea. Um, 
that is an 18. Yeah. Celestia has serious arrhythmia, but is starting to stabilize. Yeah. She's showing all it's the symptoms of someone well, who just had a heart attack and just recovered from it. I don't imagine I'm feeling good. Oh, no. I feel really bad. Well, resting uh, heart rate of a dormouse, but it's definitely there. <sighs> anyway, <sighs> cure wounds. <laughs> How many? Uh, that is a seven. Cool. Above 20 now. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Not so, you. I think that might have been an actual heart attack. Yeah, you did not look good. No, I've, I've seen that before. That, no, that, you're alive. Your heart is working. Let's get out of here. Yeah, we need to go. Um, right. Um, options. Yeah. They're sending room. Not sanctums. Could do a little... Little uh, tam- teleportation out of that. That would be really nice. Although I think I need, I think, to be honest, actually, the one I think I want to use, I have to see, so maybe not. Other option, we go up to the the, the holes where the cannons go, and we go through those yeah. and leave. Love that. Okay. We just fly out, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe right we. Now? Yeah. Let's go out. Fly out and maybe go into the water and come out a bit further out because we can all breathe yeah. underwater. Because I'm yeah, obsessed with true, casting that spell. You're obsessed with that. You do it every morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeffrey likes a swim. Um. <laughs> Fine. Okay. You uh, you clamber in. Uh, uh, you scrabble upstairs. You can see there is the there there is still there is still fights chaos upstairs. But some people are starting to regain their senses. Realize what's been happening. Um, but you are easily able to make your way to the side of a, a, a of a gun port, crack it open, and just leap out down into the water, away, and fluttering up uh, and flying back out safely on the side of a pier, where Marjorie flutters down to join you. Can we see what's going on in this ship from the pier? Is that allowed? Yeah, it's what is happening. There are some fires. There have been some fires which are being put out. There is a. It seems as if most of the violence has stopped, but at some point during all of that, uh, someone hit. Uh, someone hit the powder stores, um, and a set side of the ship has been blown out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was just utter chaos. It's what happens when you take um, Terry Thate out of his lead-lined case. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um. Whoops. So uh, I've just yeah. a little thought before we forget. Yeah. That that person that's gonna get executed at dawn for trying to blow up part of the ship. Yeah. Should we be trying to do something about that? Where would that? We know where they're gonna be, be held. You do. You know where they'd have been taken to the assizes, wouldn't they? Yep. You. They mentioned where they go, and that is the thing that uh, next time you can go and if you wish interview with. But for now, at this moment where you're sort of holding it, hold, Celestia, I imagine you're kind of like holding on to. I, I think the other two are holding me yeah, up. That, I've just had yeah, an actual yeah. heart attack. You're holding <laughs> Celestia up, looking at these slightly smoking, still floating, but slightly smoking and quite damaged. Um, HMS Relentless. <laughs> I think I've just got a really heavy nosebleed going on the whole time that yeah. I'm ignoring. Because oh. I've taken. A lot of psychic yeah, damage. Yeah, all of you, all of you actually, most of the injuries you received in the fight um, 
don't appear to be real, but you all have bringing headaches. Yeah, and probably <sighs> bits of blood by the nose and the yeah, ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blood yeah. by the nose and the ears. Um, there are some injuries that are real, but you realise bear the marks of your own weapons without realising you inflicted the wounds on yourselves. Do I have a stab wound? That's really scary if I do. Uh, you do not have a stab wound well, through your chest. That, that was, was the heart just attack. the heart yeah. stop. That was mm. the phantasmal killer attack. Um, but yeah, and with the, but on that particular note, staring up at the at the at just that freeze frame, staring at the at the smoking ship, we're going to bring the curtain down on this one. This has been episode one hundred. That oh, yeah, and I feel it necessary to mention that was our first community created element <gasps> uh, over Patreon. Oh. The, uh, uh, the Patreon so crew cool. voted. That for was the secret. A magical beast. Um, oh wow! Which used enchantment-based att- attacks to guard a secret. That's so uh, cool. I didn't oh. pick up. How did I not notice that? I knew that was a thing. That's amazing. <laughs> I have well, been purposely not looking yeah. at the emails because I don't run yeah. the Patreon. That's amazing. Thanks, <laughs> thank you, Stowaways. Yeah, yeah that's thank really you. Cool. You folks picked well. Also, like, <laughs> look at the Patreon. Clearly, there's some cool shit going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And on that cheerful note, thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. I'm most impressed, twas quite the heist, although you left that frog quite diced. We've gone to steal a meal, a spoon. I'm sure you'll get that cook back soon. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.